to me then. I bet they feel me now. Don't let me lose it. The booth not about to prove it. I set goals and pursue it. You the best to never do it. That's my money talking fluent, stupid, ducking the Judas. It broke my heart, but over my eyes, you have no honor. I have no choice. Chasing the commas till I'm gone. I've been left for a minute. On my way home, mama, I promise, got caught up in it. Damn. Everybody eats when I'm batting at the play. First, second, third, home million dollar base. What's good, people? It's Thursday, Hotep Thursday, back at it again, episode 246. The greatest um, greatest podcast in the land where they celebrate every bloody Sunday where they whoop niggas' ass <laughs> <laughs> down Selma. <laughs> I'm Uncle Hotep, he's Hotep Jesus, episode 246. Hotep's been told you. What's good with you, man? Uh, life is good. Life is good. Um, real fast. Shout out to the squad. Uh, Jabari, Jason, Alex, the other Jason, uh, Chad, and the rest of our handlers. We appreciate y'all. Jose Nino. Shout out to Jose Nino. Does our time stands for the show. Appreciate you. Um, Hotel Con tickets on sale right now. Come hang out with us. It's our annual event. Tickets are all inclusive. 
by the time you get there, you ain't got to spend no extra money. All the extra money, you know, you spend could be, you know, for whatever extracurricular activities, souvenirs you want to buy. But, you know, for a thousand bucks, can't beat it. Hotel. And, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, five star uh, chef tastings and dinners and breakfast. Amazing, amazing food. And people come to Hotel Con, they always talk about the food. So you're going to eat good when you get out there. Come hang out with us. We're going to have game night this year. Pool party. Shoot some guns. Uh, we're going to head out to uh, one of the casinos and just hang out. Uh, we might hit the, uh, last year we hit the club a little bit. You know what I mean? And d- dance. Y'all saw the, the video in the beginning. So go get your tickets at hotepnation.com slash hotepcon. We're a 501c3 nonprofit. So uh, the proceeds do go to a good cause. You know, we focus on homeschooling. So uh, this is, uh, you know, basically like a fundraiser event for us. Uh, and also a way for us to connect with um, everybody who enjoys the show. We'll also do a live video, a live taping, a live studio audience of this show in Vegas. That's always a good time. And then we go eat directly after. So you get to see us do this show live. If you guys enjoy the show, come out and watch it live, man. Get some tickets to HotepCon. Come out, hang with us, man. HotepNation.com. I see you got that Adidas on. That's That shit clean. You got some clean shit on, man. You wearing wearing that fucking white man robe, or the fucking the white man suit on? Finally, you finally get the side come clean. I heard, I heard, Yay was getting his job back over at Adidas, so I was like, it's safe to put it back on. Yo, it's a seven hundred billion, man. Oh, no way, seven hundred million that they, they lost, lose. right? Yeah. They should have known that going in. Man, I hated, you know, all those people that were saying, oh, Adidas going to gang, gang or sweat, losing that nigga. It was black people saying that shit. I said it. <laughs> I said they're going to take a loss and they ain't going to care. Yeah, <laughs> they don't care, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they caring now. <laughs> <laughs> Them CEO bonuses ain't gonna look the same. I just came back from my daughter had a you know she does a dance class like she was this dance troupe whatever, but they have dance at school and they had like uh, she did a dance for school as well. Mm-hmm. You know she came out I didn't expect nothing. You know they did her old thing, but you know she since she has like does private dance I guess there's a couple of them. Yeah, they did their own little, they get hair and this other boy is out there. They did the whole thing. Then they, them two came out in the spotlight doing flips and shit, splits. Then she did the bridge. You know, the bridge, you do the bridge and shit like that. What's that? You know, if you go back all the way oh, back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In, right? She yeah. went to that. Then all of a sudden, she came out of that and went to a handstand and started walking on her hands and shit. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> Yo, kid? Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> when she learned how to do that shit? <laughs> like, she does she does this acro class. You know, that's where they do all that flips and shit. Yeah. But I'm like, and Paul gonna be like, I didn't know she was gonna do all that. I looked at her like... I think I'm paying fifteen hundred dollars a semester. She better be doing something. <laughs> she better be going out there to go try and shine. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like what? You know what I'm saying? She better show out, goddamn. 
All this money I'm spending, motherfucker. You better do some goddamn backflips out this motherfucker. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I feel you. Damn, that's what's up, man. I know you was yeah. proud. You almost shed a tear. You was like, damn, my baby out there killing it. I was shocked. I didn't know. I was like, she can walk on her hands? I was like, she can walk on her hands? <laughs> I like, around like... <laughs> I never seen her do that shit before. <laughs> yeah, they went because they went because she, 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 I always seen her do the the she do the the like the handstand into a split shit. Yeah, I seen her do that before. Crowd goes like, ah. I'm like, oh, crowd going to give her moves and shit. She getting a pop. <laughs> My baby getting a pop out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I couldn't take it, but. Yeah, it was a problem. I I had to get two DVDs. I get like, yeah, my my mom was like, no, nah, I can't make it. Just give me a shoot a video. But I'm like, I couldn't get my camera. The other dog was in my leg. Paul was reporting with her John, but we was, mm. it was like four rows back. But I was like, make sure you, I got two of them DVDs, man. I gotta keep them, man. I'm like, mm. we old shit. I'm like, see, this is why I knew you had it. <laughs> <laughs> we going to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when I get my tickets, man. <laughs> Coming out with my Team USA warm up on. Hmm? Yeah. Um, I got some good news too, man. Yeah, what's that? My daughter got this letter today. Okay. You know, she in college. My oldest. It said, congratulations. It is our privilege to inform you that you have been nominated for membership into the National Society of Collegiate Scholars. Oh. It says our mission is to publicly recognize and elevate high achievers like you. This is a prestigious national honor reserved for students with 3.4 GPA or above. The NSCS is one of the few collegiate honor societies to extend lifetime membership to first and second year undergraduate college students. I don't know how the fuck she doing this shit. I was terrible at college. You know, I went there to sell shit. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even. <laughs> <laughs> I was skipping class and all types of shit. I told my baby girl, I told her, you ain't got to go to college. She's like, I'm going. I guess she on a goddamn mission. I seen that. I was like, goddamn, I ain't, I never even heard of this goddamn organization. I didn't know this stuff exists. She in a whole nother level of collegiate scholarship that I never even aspired to be a part of. So I'm proud of her, man. This is great. Yeah, and um, I don't mean, and this was a good week for her because like she made uh, honor she made honor roll this week too. Okay, that was uh, something she planned on. Like she, you know, they had the um, yeah the parent teacher meetings and shit. Hmm. They had to give out goals, and that was one of her goals and shit like that. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, I challenged her. I was like, man, you gotta compete, man. Gotcha. You, know I mean? you gotta compete. You know what I mean? And then. Like I said, I've been showing these the Kobe Bryant videos. Then I showed her the Denzel video today. You know, I just try to give her motivation things every morning. Yeah. Uh, I think one of them, you know, see my, a lot of this stuff's going to go out one ear out the other, but some's going to stick, you know? So uh, I'm I'm just, I was proud of that. I was like, wow. You know what I mean? I was happy. You know what I mean? I told my mom, mom was crying. <laughs> she was like, oh, my baby. <laughs> Gave her a car and everything. So, um, yeah, I was happy for her for that. Um, mm. See that? And they say black men don't 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 stay around. They say ain't no black dads out here. We out here, baby. We out here, man. Black men and fathers too. 
black dads matter yeah black dads matter um we need to start that organization up and start grifting some donations <laughs> oh, oh man, you gotta talk about it. you was on Gutfeld, man. Where's your where's your on Gutfeld Friday? Yeah, we did Gutfeld. I hardly, yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh I ain't see any of the shit. Yeah. You put no clips on the fucking on the on the nets, man. I only seen like two clips. You know, when you a vet, you just do the show uh, and just keep oh, it just moving. You know? it's, normal. it's regular for you, man. Now. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So like I sent the I sent the uh a clip out to my email newsletters. Okay. Um I got a bunch of responses from people, mostly people like, Hey, my mama saw you on TV. My mama saw you on TV. And every, I mean, I got a thousand new followers and they all malls. Uh, all of them is malls. That must be his demographic. Yeah, definitely his demographic. Um, Jason said, he said, my mother-in-law called me Friday night, excited to tell me the guy I'm always talking about is on Fox. And she called her fam in Wisconsin to tell him. Goddamn, I feel like I'm part of the goddamn family. That's hey, nice y'all, that black dude from Hoteps is on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's love. How was it this man. time, man? Was it you get used to uh, the the TV thing or or I, what? I think I think uh, this is my third time on there. I think my fifth time, I'll really have it nailed down. Yeah, I think the first one was beginner's luck. Um. The second one was just a good performance based upon a lot of nerves. This one was the studio was just freaking cold. So I didn't know if I was shivering because I was cold or shivering because I was nervous. But, uh, you know, I always come well prepared. Um, I think, uh, you know, uh, the fourth one, uh, I'm probably going to have some adjustments to make too. But the fifth one, I think is going to be golden. I think it's trying to find a balance between humor and intellect is, is my issue. And I think on this one, I missed a part where I could have threw some extra jokes in. Also understanding the demographic, um, understanding what fits for the format. So, you know, still trying to intellectually understand what's happening and what's going to make a good show um, and still trying to shine at the same time. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Chloe Kardashian joke over their heads. It did. I that see that's another intellectual adjustment. I'm like, wait, I think that was a black Twitter joke, and these folks. Are... <laughs> yeah, that's definitely black because I don't think white people know know about. They don't make that connection. Yeah, like that that was a black thing. I think that. Yeah, I realized afterwards. I'm like, y'all ain't laugh. I'm like, oh wait, I think that was a black joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like. I got to do better at understanding the culture and, and trying to figure out, you know, you know, you know, what hits with the white audience, you know, that conservative audience. Cause the Khloe Kardashian, I, you know, going in, I'm like, Oh, this is going to be gold right here. And it was a flop, but it was, it wasn't a flop for the black people. Black people thought it was hilarious. It's like, yo, you wild for saying that on Fox. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I scored a point with points with the homies, but the conservatives was like, "What? Chloe Kardashian's dad? What is he talking about?" You know, it went over their head. So you gonna put that Uncle Ruckus suit on, man? See, there you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Zip it up, man. <laughs> I can put my best tap dancing shoes on for this goddamn show. I don't know. OJ's kind of. 
OJ is a touchy subject. Because white people, they they love OJ. They love really? you. Yeah, man. How do you think he got on? White folks love OJ. Really? Um, the white men do. I well, know that. I'll never this right, man. Mm-hmm. I remember after the OJ thing happened, this white dude, white father, right? God, came. Okay, it's like, yeah, I don't know, but I understand. I was like, God damn, this is white man said that. White man said it. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, I didn't. I don't know about all this. Yeah. So I mean, it, it depends. Like the older men. Like the younger, you see, you, you see, if you you go almost check it on Twitter, like the younger men, like you know, OJ's a murderer and all that, like. But the older men are like, think I might have had a point. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I heard back in the day. That's what my dad said. He was like, this motherfucker, motherfucker was out there drinking up his liquor, riding in his cars. I was like, damn, OJ did it. He did do it. I was like, there was no misconception of who did it in my house. Yeah. We knew who did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't condone that shit, but I understand. I was like, that's what my dad said. Matter of fact, now I think about it, he said it too. I ain't saying this right, but I understand. That's crazy. That's what he said. I almost think Chris Tucker bit that in the fucking. He had a comedy bit damn near like that. Yeah, he? he did. That's why, I, yeah, that's why I heard that from first. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I mean, yeah, OJ's just, I don't know. But you see, I mean, he still has followers on Twitter and people love to troll him. But, you know what I mean? It's just like, you see, he goes in them, he goes in them, uh, uh, golf course, them, uh, what do they call them? Uh, golf clubs and shit. Um, plays golf in the white folks. Yeah. They still take pictures with him. Mm. <laughs> I never understood that. Yeah, they just love OJ, man. Hmm. They just love him to death, man. I might need to make you my Gutfeld uh, consultant. <laughs> 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 Tell me what's going to hit and what's not. <laughs> <laughs> Is they going to understand this? <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to offend them? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, let's get to it. So- uh, Big Poppy, soccer fans got the World Cup. Baseball fans have World Baseball Classic. Although I have bo- I was born in USA, I'm going to Miami group for Dominican Republic since my parents are from there. What does that make me? Wait, what? I guess Big Poppy's going to the they had the World Baseball Classic. Okay. Uh he's gonna root for DR. Oh, he's gonna root for DR. So he's a Hispanic tether. <laughs> You're a Hispanic tether. If you, if there was a, a, a Spanish Tariq Nasheed out there. I guess, you know, what would his name be? Terrio Nazario? <laughs> he probably Yeah, but there would never him. be a, a Spanish Tariq Nasheed. Because they always, they send money home. They 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 got a connect, strong connection to their home. You know what I mean? It's not like. Yeah, they don't play them games. <laughs> it don't matter where you at. They supporting. Yeah, they always got their flag out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Big facts. It's going to be in the car. It's going to be on a license plate. Some goddamn way. You're right. In the car window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Big Bobby. I think that makes you uh, a Dominican. <laughs> like what you want me to say. <laughs> you ever been to the Puerto Rican Day Parade? 
Huh? Really? Parade? Yeah, the parade in New York City, Puerto Rican Day Parade. I never been up there. Oh man, we used to go out there all the time, man. Go out there and try to pick up one of the little mommies and whatnot. <laughs> it used to be a good time, man. Um, I remember, I remember one year we went. That was the year uh, Felix Trinidad won the title. Insane. Oh, yeah. Whole lot of Puerto Rican pride out there. The flags is out there. Be marching in the streets. But I think one year it got violent. You know, when Shines came out there and something happened. I don't think it's ever been the same. But um, yeah, Puerto Rican Day praise. Big, big news in New York. Um, Kamar Daniels, donations, donations, donations. Um, shout out Cooley Cooper with the uh, Cash App request. I mean, pay, uh, donation. Uh, D. Carroll, finally catching y'all live, paying my tuition. Shout out to the Clips page. I got my homies in Oakland trading in the Pooh for the Koofy now. Let's go. Let's go. Um, You know, before we get started up, taking your black ass to Hotep Court. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All rise for the Honorable Uncle Hotep. Oh, <laughs> Hotep Court is now in Ladies and gentlemen of the court, they were bringing up charges against uh, a one Uncle Hotep. Well, uh, we're going to give um, uh, second degree grifting, second degree hotep hypocrisy. And we're going to play the evidence here. I'll pull this up on the screen. Just a moment. Hold on. Let's get this up on the screen. I want you to show. I want I want you to see who this person is. We're going to show you the before and the after. Let's play this clip right here. 30 seconds. I ran about AI. I'm sick of you niggas in this AI bullshit, man. AI should be banned. All AI technology should be banned, destroyed, never <laughs> made again. You niggas is coming, breaking. You're, y'all gonna bring the fucking Terminator right to our doorstep by fucking using this AI technology. It should be fucking banned. It doesn't need to be used. It needs to be aborted. I... I- so there you hear him say AI needs to be aborted. It needs to be banned. Yet here we have another clip of a Mr. Uncle Hotep. This time using AI deep fake to troll none other than yours truly Hotep Jesus. Let's go to the clip. Hotep Jesus is a coon. He's the coon of all coons. He's the president of Kundum, the CEO of Kundum. There he is calling me the president and CEO of Kundum. Not only did he deep fake his face, he deep fake his voice too. After he said he don't want nothing to do with AI. Uncle Hotep, how do you plead to these charges? Think long and hard. Think long and hard before you answer. <laughs> Not guilty. Not guilty. Man. Not we, guilty. <laughs> How do you defend yourself against this? The evidence How do you defend myself? You haven't proven that. Is that me? Who is that person? I don't know who that is. <laughs> so the glove don't fit. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what's going on. Who is that? 
Because I, I I seen Olivia, you know, uh, th that's the alias app. I get, I think they're supposed to use that to, you know, uh, I think they're saying that so you can become uncancelable, uncancelable. So you can't be canceled. Use that app. You can't be canceled. So I guess you're going to hide your face and everything and you can't prove that is you. That's me. <laughs> I don't even see the resemblance, man. Like, oh, for got hairline and my hairline going back and everything. What are you talking about? Different voice, different face. Oh, <laughs> uh, we see the grays in that beard. <laughs> the grays in that beard are very apparent, sir. <laughs> if you was gonna show up in Hotep Court, you should have shaved that. <laughs> to try and dodge these charges. I'd also like to say that's the shittiest deep fake I've ever seen. Face was glitching. I mean, I, I it's probably, it's still in the beta. <laughs> beta. <laughs> it's still in the beta. <laughs> So I don't know, but I mean, I, I will never confirm or deny that that's me making that video, you know, um, shout, I seen Olivia run do shout out to Olivia, but I mean, how you can, how you gonna ask me to be, am I guilty off a, a, a deep fake? Who's deep faking me? Somebody could be deep faking a deep fake. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. That could be Chad for all I know. <laughs> that just thought it's Chad. <laughs> After you sat up here and told us the name of the app, where you <laughs> saw it, you snitched on yourself. <laughs> you dry snitched on yourself. <laughs> he gave us we he gave us evidence we didn't even have. This is why you never take the stand, people. Ladies and gentlemen, you've seen the evidence. You've seen his testimony. It's now time to give us your oh, verdict. Oh, 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 I'm not done defending myself. Oh, here he go. Listen, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I want you to think long and hard on this, on this, on this evidence that's been been presented to you. You know, this AI technology is new and whatnot. <laughs> But just because you think, just like Mitch McConnell says, don't believe the video what you just seen. Don't believe that video. <laughs> don't believe it. What's what you know what I mean? What's what's here is what matters. You know, and listen, listen to me. Don't watch the video. Don't pay the, the video don't make no difference. You just seen what money making Mitch said. He told the American public that. And I'm telling you that, chat. Sometimes you can't, the video will tell you one thing. But I'm telling you another. I don't know who, the, what the hell was going on in that video. <laughs> I am not guilty. I rest my case. <laughs> I've never seen somebody dig a bigger hole in their closing <laughs> arguments. Use Mitch McConnell? <laughs> oh, hell no. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, it's time for you to deliberate. Please weigh in in the poll, in the chat. Lord have mercy. That's just terrible. When I saw that, I said, look at him. Can't, he just can't help himself. <laughs> so that little piece of technology, and he's like, oh, I got to give me some of this. I got an idea. <laughs>
couldn't help himself. Absolutely terrible. Oh man! All right, on to the uh, the topics. Government news: Nick uh, Nick Fuentes gets kicked out of CPAC. Um, if this is an every year thing, man, like yeah, come on, let's be for real. That's what I thought. <laughs> this is like, I know this is the second year, because I remember one time he came, he was trolling Ben Shapiro, right? Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey. Outside, what he's with his family, yeah. So I guess he, see, this is where I'm like, listen, I know a lot of y'all is uh, friends and like Nick. He might be all right guy. He might say some all right things. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Um, I just don't like, I just don't listen to a lot of stuff. I will say this. When I was growing up, the white folks that distrusted the government and thought along the lines of Nick, they moved to Iowa, Idaho, got a place in the woods. Uh, Ruby Ridge and all that, Waco, all that. Fast forward, now they take guys that think like Nick and they want to be part of the government. They want to be part of the process. So what does that tell y'all? Who was right? Was Randy Weaver in them right? Or is Nick Fuentes right? I, in my opinion, I know which one is right. I'm not going to tell y'all. In my opinion, I, I know which one is right. You know, if you think y'all, some of y'all going to fix whatever, um, I think y'all lying to yourselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I think this is more, more the same. You know, maybe Nick will get to that, get to that point one day, you know? Um, but I, I don't think, uh, like, oh, why, why would I go to CPAC? For what? You already know every damn one of them is compromised, or a lot of them. <laughs> what are you going to do? Do you want to change their minds? <laughs> like, that's what I understand. Who are you talking to? One-eyed McCain? <laughs> Mitt Romney? Listen to Trump? <laughs> do that at home. I don't know. I, I just don't think the answer, you know, I mean, this, this can, I don't know, man, it's, it's this grifting to me, but I don't know. What do you think? What do you think of Nick? Well, here's the thing. I, I think it's unfair to compare Nick to the guys like, uh, you know, the, the Branch Davidians of Waco, Ruby Ridge. I mean, what would David Koresh be like if he had a Twitter account? What would okay. David Koresh be like if he had an Instagram? He might be really grifty himself. Waco would have, you know, a give, send, go account. They probably have several properties. They wouldn't have been able to kill him because they'd have had, you know, they'd have been live streaming the, the, the ATF. The ATF would have had to scramble and cut down internet. It'd have been a hundred YouTube streamers out there live streaming an event from the outside. Ben Shapiro would have been on the ground. Candace Owens would have been on the ground. 
Waco might not have been Waco. So I don't know. I think it's unfair to compare guys who got the Internet to guys who don't have the Internet. But I get what you're saying. I think Nick is trolling. Though. I think this I think Nick goes to CPAC to get kicked out. And I can't really blame him because he makes headlines every single time. Like, I didn't know CPAC was popping until I saw Nick Fuentes got kicked out of CPAC. I'm like, oh, CPAC was this week. But like you said, like, I never thought about going to CPAC. I'm like, what exactly would I get out of CPAC? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't want to turn down any opportunities to get paid to speak there. Hint, hint, hint. Um, <laughs> but I just, you know, I, I'm not exactly sure what the value there is for a guy like myself. I'm not exactly sure I fit in there. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure if I, I fit the mold of the people that they're looking. You know, I think, like you said, it's a government thing. And I'm not exactly a big fan of government. You know, I'm a big fan of government that I control. I'm not really a big fan of the Republican Party either. I think there's a lot of missteps um, and a lot of griftiness going on with the Republican Party that I, I honestly just can't support. But I think uh, at the end of the day, I think um, Nick is a genius for for showing up. Also, I think Nick aligns his event with CPAC. Right. So it's very grifty and very intelligent because he comes, he gets kicked out of CPAC and then now everybody's charged up for his event. And then when you looked at his event, his event got coverage. They had police out there kicking people out, kicking journalists out like, no, y'all not about to mess this event up. I'm like, I'm amazed he could pull that off. I think it was at a Marriott. I'm like, damn, he got the Marriott on lock like that. Um, so, you know, I got I got to give props where where props is due, man. It's it's it's, it's uh, you know, I, I can never hate on a good grift. Chad finally has a, a good take. Nick doesn't distrust government. He wants to run shit. That's what Chad says. That's what your handler says. I don't know. It, it just it seems grifty to me. Like, how many times are you going to go to CPAC and get kicked out? Like, I'm pretty sure this is the second time. Um, it might have been more. But, uh, hey, man, if it, it, it's working for him. I'll say that. Yeah. It's working for him. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know what I mean? To me, y'all moving backwards. Why is he kicked out, though? <laughs> you know, he, he talked crazy. He talked about side, that side quest. He talked that side quest getting talked. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not going to fly as he packed. Oh, no. You ain't about to talk about our greatest ally like that. Keep him out. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's 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 what I see. <laughs> Damn, I had another take on that, but um, <laughs> what on Nick? Yeah, on Nick. So I, yeah, I mean, like it's working for him. You mm. know, he's getting on these other podcasts and shit like that. People want to get on. People want to debate him. Yeah, and stuff like that. They want. They want. We want. We're supposed to have. Hotep Jesus versus Nick Fuentes. We're supposed to have that, man. Yeah. Um, I got invited to speak to uh, Nick Fuentes at No Jumper. And they also invited me to speak with uh, some guy by the name of Richard Spencer. Um, 
uh, to which I've de- I declined both um, because um, it didn't seem productive, right? It didn't seem productive because I know what No Jumper wants to do. They want to take, you know, your prototypical white nationalists and your prototypical black nationalists, clash them together, make them fight so you can get clicks. And I need to check, first of all, <laughs> you know, off of good entertainment like that. Uh, but, um, you know, I feel like if No Jumper wants to have me on a platform, No Jumper, you know, I can speak to No Jumper. Or I'll speak to, you know, Adam. Uh, I have no problem with that. But, um, you know, uh, speaking to Nick Fuentes on that platform just didn't seem beneficial or productive um, for my brand. Um, you know, I just, uh, you know, I'm old now, man. I just turned 42. I turned 43 this year. I got a daughter in college. I'm not into the whole arguing thing no more. If you'd have caught me a couple of years back, I was all about the debates and all of that. Nowadays, I'm looking for allies and I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to create love and I'm trying to build, you know, we got the nonprofit, Hotep Nation and all this stuff. And I'm just not interested in, in, the um, in the wars. Also, um, I don't think we disagree on much, right? Like when you take, when you take a black nationalist and a white nationalist and you put them in the same room, not to say I'm a black nationalist, but I definitely lean that way. Um, on many different takes, we're going to agree on 90% of the topics. So it's like, you know, you know, Nick's going to say something. I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, sounds good to me. Like I'm very boring when it comes to those conversations. Like I had this one dude call in on my show uh, a week ago or so. And, um, you know, he was saying something about, this was after the whole Scott Adams situation. Matter of fact, it was when I did my Scott Adams take before I interviewed Scott Adams, the dude called in and he had some, you know, basically saying, you know, black people are violent. So white people need to move away. And he called in, this is what he said on my show. And I'm like, okay, so move away. And he's like, you don't have anything to say. And I'm like, like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, like, I don't know what to say to that. If a white man, if you as a white man feel like you're afraid of black people and they're dangerous and you want to move away, I'm going to tell you move away. I think what he wanted was like me to get emotional and be like, oh, you're a racist and you should want to live. No, I love freedom of association. I was a big proponent of uh, voluntary segregation. I hated integration. So like when he says that and he wants to get like a rise out of me, there's no rise to get out of it. I I love when I love when a white man, you know, want to separate and do his own damn thing. That I shit, we love Jan Sick, we love Jan Teeth. <laughs> Jan Teeth is is the white man's greatest holiday. I'm rooting for the white man. So I, you know, so, you know, if I was on a platform with Nick, it'd just be like, you know, Nick being Nick and me just sitting there listening to Nick. It would be very boring. I honestly, it'd be a very boring. So I didn't think it made sense. You know, one, one thing I will say, um, no jumper is, is, uh, it's pretty decent. You know what I mean? He gets a lot of bad rap, but yeah. you know, when I listen to, you know, some of his podcasts, it seemed like it, you know, it's like, 
outside the thought stuff, I don't really watch. But you know, when he has other people on, I think Tariq has been on there. When he has other people on, it's decent. You know, yeah. I've seen some decent interviews with uh with No Jumper. Um so yeah, I, I mean, I think he would be good on there. You know, and even with Nick, you know, it depends. Yeah, I mean, it depends how it would go. Right. You know, but you know, but I don't know. I mean, you got different goals. I don't know how mainstream looks at Nick and you know what I mean? So I, I don't I'm know. Just trying to keep, I'm, I'm trying to keep my pass open to CPAC just in case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Fox. I I don't need that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? He'd have caught me, you know, a few years back. We probably could have tangled. But now, like, you know, my brand is a little bit too popping to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I get it again. You know, we, um, we did Tim Cass. We on Gutfeld. We doing Rogan. You know, uh, do we need a Nick interview? We don't need that. You know, it should have caught me when I needed it. Yeah. Um, but I like Nick. I think Nick's cool. I think Nick's cool. Um, and he's, uh, he's a great voice for that demographic. He's, he's a very smart guy. He got next to Ye. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah, I, I just kind of think he's misleading. You know, if if I was to listen, I would tell you white folks do something, man. I'll tell you, like, y'all be getting the woods, man. This is forget it. Yeah. This is the pattern after Amish. They say, we out of here. Yeah. If, if you're listening to that. But if you want to get in it, this, it's a trap. Yeah. The swamp is a trap. <laughs> y'all getting y'all going for the swamp and shit. Drain the swamp. No, the swamp gonna drain you, bro. <laughs> you see what happened to Trump? Yeah, you're not gonna drain the swamp. What happened? Swamp got him. It took four years. They got his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not gonna beat the swamp thing. <laughs> not gonna happen. Try as you might. Yeah, forget that. Um. Joe Biden visits Selma on Blaze Sunday anniversary, calls for protecting vote rights. Did you see uh what's his name? Sharpton. I don't know what kind of chicken legged, bow legged walk he was doing. <laughs> nah, nah, it was um it was that wheelchair next to him. Oh, he was trying <laughs> that wheelchair was tearing his leg up. <laughs> it was chewing his knee up. Oh, let me see if I get that clip on the screen for y'all. Al couldn't walk, boy. Is it going to get it in this clip? That wheelchair kept running in the aisle and running in the aisle. No, that's not it. I got to find the clip. He, Larry, yes. What do you think about the Selma March? Um... They did the Selma March. Uh, let me let me refresh my memory, man. Because I was reading about it in the book. There was all types of planning for that. You know what I mean? Is that the one that was busting their ass? Yeah. Anyways, no, no, no. Um, no. Is it? Um. Yeah, the Bloody Sunday. They call it Bloody Sunday for something for nothing. The first march took place on March 7, 1965, organized local by Bevel, uh, Amelia Boynton, and others. State troopers and county 
posse men attacked down armed marchers with billy clubs and tear gas after they crossed over the county line and the event became known as bloody sunday law enforcement beat boyton unconscious and the media publicized worldwide picture of her lying wounded on the edmund pettus bridge they beat him on the bridge yeah they beat them niggas man oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah I don't do I don't, I don't do struggle black history, so I don't know that. Yeah, because I, I one of the King books that I was mentioning, they was mentioning that. Um, yeah, they was like they was marching, and then like the sheriff and them said, "Yo, you better not do this, man." They they did it anyway, right? They're marching. Mm-hmm. Did I think some oversellers or sheriffs was like, man, fuck it, just start wearing niggas out. <laughs> you know, he's he was itching with that Billy Club. He was like, like a, a rabbit dog. Like, you know, I remember like Mr. T and Rocky. You know, <laughs> <laughs> what was that three? Clover Lang. Hit me, Clover, hit me. Clover couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the white man was back in the day. But you don't hear it. <laughs> Imagine you had internet. If it, Listen, if we had internet back then, right, would Negroes be as bad as white folks, uh, as the white folks online doing right now? What do you mean? Like, like you know how they talking about the videos of black people yeah. beating up? Beating up, yeah. Would we be as bad? Yeah. Back then? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, the civil rights Negroes are like the civil rights Negroes of today. Where they doing everything for clout. Right. So and it's like, which on. Negroes we talking about here? Because the rank and file Negroes was all about kicking some ass. The rest of them was like, kick my ass on camera. Yeah, Coakley wanted to fight and all them. Someone wanted to fight. Right. The power. And this is why, you know, like, I, I posted that fucking uh, black black leaders fucking uh, tier. Oh, yeah. 300,000 uh, some views later. Niggas still going in on me. So I got fucking Bill Cosby up uh, ahead of MLK. S tier. I'm, I'm not backing off of Bill. But anyway... And we put MLK B or something like that. I forget. Mm-hmm. I, I now I remember, and this is one one of the things in the back of my mind. Coakley and them. Remember they had to. Uh, they came up with the phrase "Black Power." Yeah, remember that, right? Yeah. You know who was against saying that? MLK. Yes. Really. You know why? Why? Because. When they said black power, even though Coakley and them was saying black power as in unite, let's unite and work together and show our strength. You know, some white folks said, oh, this is black nationalism. They want to fight and take over and shit like that. And MLK was like, y'all, y'all need to change the slogan from black power. It's scaring them white folks. (laughs) This is MLK said. He did not want to say black power. Niggas in handle black. They're like, are you serious? Oh, you's about to upset massa. <laughs> <laughs> and niggas just come my head for this nigga. 
I couldn't believe shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you got you got to listen to some of them joints. You just got you only all you got to do is one, the one uh the the biography one. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's crazy. Like <laughs> they was going to war over like him, Koki. The, there was a civil rights struggle between all of them groups. Yeah, and he didn't want the, he didn't want that that phrase to be used. It was scaring them white folks. You had it, it. It's not much different from today. You had your NAACP, um, uh, SPLC types, white liberals controlling the black movement. Then you had real niggas, and he took the real niggas, pushed them to the side. They was like hoteps, and then everybody else they put on mainstream, put them in front of the camera, but. And and just like, uh, you know, what happened in the South, you know, Thaddeus Russell talks about this. You know, when you go down in the South, they said, yo, uh, we want to, you know, get integration. The blacks was like, Integ integrate. Nigga, we just want the same funding as the white schools. We don't want to go to their schools. It's and Stokely, not Coakley. I said Coakley. Stokely, yeah. Stokely <laughs> Carmichael, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, like the real black people was like, we not really too keen on like, you know, they, we not really too beat for the white people stuff, but you know, the clout chases was different. You know, they, you know, it's like, wait, you can beat my ass, but wait till the camera turn on. Yeah. But Stokely, he was tired. He was like, man, no more, no more uncle Tom shit. Yeah. He's like, no, we fight back. That's what Stokely said. It's time getting their ass whooped, man. <laughs> Imagine you gotta tell somebody, I'm tired of getting my ass whooped. Enough Uncle Tom shit. <laughs> Yo, I fell out laughing when I heard that shit. This guy told MLK, no more Uncle Tom shit. <laughs> he said it just like that? Yeah. No more Tom shit. No more Uncle Tom shit. Yeah. I don't blame them. That's what they doing to us now. They making us look real soft out here. Ooh, I can't breathe. I breathe just fine, bro. <laughs> Why don't y'all go get Zimmerman? How about that? Um, lab leak theory on COVID's, COVID's origins uh, came out. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. That's... Now I think it's just a cover, a cover up to the cover up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, China. real here. Also, you know they're going to try to. Um, this is more to demonize China a little bit. I think that good China man. You know what I mean? Switching gears. Switching gears from you know Ukraine and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, what do you think is a cover up for? Listen, I can't even you can't even say <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Let me protect the dome. <laughs> Listen, I mean, could have come from that lab, sure. But who was ultimately funding and creating that drawing? Just like fucking um, Nord Stream, they come out say 
Oh, it was a Ukrainian group that did it. <laughs> With our weapons, right? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know about um this this damn theory. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. You know, I, I just think they're using it dependent on uh uh Xi Jinping and them. Um I don't know, but it could I mean it could have just came from them. Uh, I think it's not as a, it's a, it's a misdirection, I should say, because um, that's not the only answer. Well, it came from that lab. Well, who funded it? Now, if I see Mr. Fauci's name on any documentation, we got a problem. You see what I'm saying? You already Fauci Nice. I thought his name came up already in the court. <laughs> I seen his name in court documents. Gain of yeah. function research. The word funded came up. I don't know. I ain't no expert in none of this stuff. I don't <laughs> want to look too deep. You get the wrong shit on my computer. There's a black van parked outside watching me. I don't I don't even want to know. You know what I mean? But we all knew. Everybody on the right knew. We knew it didn't um this wasn't no you know, mysterious bug that, you know what I mean? We knew, we know this, this, the conspiracies. Shout out to our rumblers rumbling over on rumble, hotel TV on rumble. If y'all want to tune in on rumble, we are there 38 watching over on rumble. Make sure y'all subscribe on rumble too. Yeah. I was streaming Sunday on rumble. Rumble was a savior. Like remember that shit, man. Listen, Saved your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fool. This Yo, chat. I don't know if y'all seen it, man. I was uh, I was replaying. I saw the clips of the Chris Rock joint, right? And I started playing them. <laughs> YouTube zapped my shit, man. YouTube said, "Stop it all the way off, man." YouTube said, "Stop grifting." <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said. Cut your stream off. Start my stream and everything. Rumble was kept going. Did you I have even, to start a new stream on YouTube? Yeah, I had to start a whole new stream. It wouldn't start over. Wow. I stopped it. We had to restart OBS. Rumble was still going. Didn't miss a beat. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rumble's a safe haven. That's safe. That's safety right now. <laughs> so shout out to Rumble. Yeah, because I think you had about 100 people tuned in on Rumble after the YouTube stream went down. Because <laughs> everybody in the chat was like, yo, he's still live on Rumble. He's still live on Rumble. So everybody went over there. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, uh, Super Chats. Uh, uh, General Ryan, Tucker Carlson, the man up in Hunter's hard drive, just like Hunter up in his niece and sister-in-law about to save America. Definitely not limited hangout. Tucker Carlson is in, in his hard drive? He's what? He said Tucker was in uh, Hunter's hard drive? Um, I don't know. He he got access to some things. I don't know how he, he got in possession of them. But he's Tucker, so it's probably not that hard. Chad, Unk said stay away from AI and then said watch this crossover. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Guilty. Uh talking about chat punks mcgee ha got diff difficult decision to make who's court the witness to be stein or aoc hotep or simp i'm simping alex stein cool and all but aoc that's big 
Oh, come on, fuck a woman, man. What you give that up, man? You gay if you choose a man over a woman. <laughs> why is that why is that the choice you gay I'm homophobic it just is what it is <laughs> give me an option you want to be next to this man you want to be next to this woman I'm choosing a woman as long as she's a biological woman <laughs> Alex Stein's my boy you know what I mean if y'all haven't seen the Grifties go check out the Grifties I like Alex Stein AOC's look like she the one to get, put charges on a nigga no she just needs some reprogramming you know, yeah, all right. See this. See this is. See Chad. This is where these men right men's right activists, the half-ass theological pimps, <laughs> intellectual pimps, right? They can change a woman's mind. It's, oh, she just needs to be around the right Negro. I can talk to her. I can talk her out of that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, all right, nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that pimp talk. Except, except, you know what I mean? He's he's talking like, you know, it, imagine who's Pimp Don Juan. Imagine Pimp Don Juan was Hotep and went to college for a few years and was talking that, you know what I mean? Has applied that same pimp logic to the griftiest nigga alive. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not with that whole homo statement to my bros before hoes. No, it's hoes before bros, bro. In most circumstances, not all, not all. We ain't snitching and doing all that weird shit, you know? Um, and there's some circumstances where it's going to have to be bros before hoes, you know, but, uh, I just don't want to be around you niggas. <laughs> if I had my choice, I'd rather be around a woman than a man. Cause I'm not gay. I'm not sure if I'm picking AOC. If it was Tulsi, I'd take Tulsi over. I'm not uh, Tulsi. She's an android. <laughs> I don't think that woman's human, yo. I've never seen her smile. Tulsi was at CPAC, right? I'm sure she was. I think I did see an article saying she was, or uh, a headline or something say she was there. Yeah, she was there. She just made the switch. She better get the grip. <laughs> Where was she first came out? Democrat? Killed Kamala Harris in the in the debate. Destroyed her. Now she in CPAC, drifting away. Mm. Mm. Yo, but you know what? You know who else stole a grift? Uh, what's the other one that um, Marjorie Taylor Green? She took over the workout. Now you got a bunch of workout warriors in in Congress. I'm not mad at it. MTG. Uh, is, oh yeah, she's on the workout grift too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. It's better than that po body posi body. What is it? Body positivity or something like that? Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. No, I like to see. Yeah, get in shape, man. That's what everybody need to do. Get in shape, man. Um, post me. Uh, get to above. I don't got that deep faith from one of those bootleg CD hustlers at the barbershop. <laughs> Facts. That deep fake was terrible. Yeah, it was a. Oh, I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> uh -huh, slipping yeah. up. Cameron Erlin, if the face don't lift, you must have quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, let's get to this right now. Cassius King, I'm filing a, a suit against Um for his blasph blasphemous 
take regarding Eminem, Royce the Five Nine, egregious, abhorrent, in, inconceivable. Royce came out and said Eminem's not top five, right? Which I can, you know, I can agree with that. They said, "Who's that nigga that rhymed with him? Royce the Five Nine? They say he's just as good as him." Yeah. You know, why is one hot or not? Because M is white. M is, Royce is not touching fucking Eminem. Let's, can we stop with this shit? Why do, why do people think that the criticism of Eminem has to do with him being white? It has nothing to do with him being white. It has everything to do with his subject matter. Subject matter is fine. His subject matter is terrible. You want to no. stick nine-inch nails through your eyelids? What are you talking about? If I want hyperbolic rap, I'm going to cannabis. Cannabis is the king of hyperbolic rap. Okay? Eminem is like horror rap. He's like, he's definitely white boy rap, like some shit that white people could relate to. So maybe it is cultural, but we're not saying that. We're saying because we cannot relate to his subject matter. Back when he was coming up, nobody was popping Vicodin pills. Man, you're talking about, we're talking about right now, it's 2023, man. He's released like 20 albums since then. Have you even listened to the last three of them? His new shit is worse than his old shit. <laughs> the first three Eminem albums were classics. Classics. The first one almost got me fired from my job. The second one was amazing. I think the third one was Eminem show. Actually, I'm not even going to include the second one. I'm going to conclude the second one with Amityville on there and the first one. The first two was classics. The rest of the stuff, recovery and all that stuff, you know, it's just Eminem. But the latest Eminem, he on some anti-Trump stuff. You know, back in the day, he used to make fun of gay people. He probably making pro-transgender rap now. I don't like the new Eminem. I no, want he had Rebel Eminem. Hey, hey, hey. He had an anti-rainbow bar. And I think one of the... Wasn't the song he dissed uh, buttoning them? And then he had to come out and said it. <laughs> they made him sit out with... Uh, what's the dude with the big-ass fucking locks? Uh, <laughs> Ooh. He has the radio show. Oh, Sway. They better had come out with Swain fucking apologize. <laughs> oh my god. Apologize for what? They said a, a slur. Oh. Listen, I'm not saying all that, man. I'm just saying he's better than Royce, man. Like, come on. Royce is he's not better. Yes, he is better than Royce. Royce is okay. Like, it's it's like him saying it's better than Royce, that like they're still all stars. But M is be clearly better than Royce. Royce got Lupe made Royce stop rapping. Made him stop. Stopped. It's over. You heard that? There's, there's, there's leagues in this shit. There's levels. But you just named the top five rapper, which Eminem exactly. is. Exactly. Which Eminem is not. Eminem would have gave him a better run than that. Eminem got his ass rapping. Eminem got his head cracked by MGK, bro. <laughs> Listen, Royce, <laughs> they fucking Lupe just went freestyle off the dome, took his head off. That's Lupe, though. <laughs> if if Royce was all that, he'd have came back with something. Lupe would have destroyed Eminem the same way. 
Lupe would have destroyed Eminem the same way. Eminem lost to MGK. MGK had a fire diss record. I don't know what Eminem's diss record was for MGK. It wasn't as hot as MGK. White boy versus white boy. MGK mopped the, mopped the floor with Eminem. Give me Eminem that say nigga. Don't give me the Eminem that take a knee at the Super Bowl halftime show. Give me old eight mile racist Eminem. That's the Eminem I need in my life. You know the redacted got the Eminem man. Come on man, question stop. He got too big. <laughs> That's his bro. <laughs> his brand got too big. He could no longer be Eminem. Need to just change his name. You are now Marshall Mathers from now on. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I, I like Royce. I like Royce. To be honest, um. I just don't think he's better than M. I think Button's better than M. I don't think Royce the Five Nine is better than M. If we talking about rabbity rap niggas, we putting Tretch in the top five. I keep saying it. Oh my god, Here these Jersey niggas always bring up this fucking nigga, man. Jesus Christ! I try to give, I, I try to give the Jersey niggas some love by saying Button. But here they gotta, they always gotta bring Tretch up, man. Like we know Tretch is nice. All right, we know this, man. Top five. You got for Rapidy Rap, you got Tretch, Buster, Twister, Lupe. Um, did I say button? No. And button. For Rapidy Rap. Yo, sidebar. You usually see uh Logic did a cover of Today was a good day, Ice Cube. And Button Distum. Yeah, I heard about Button Distum. I think uh, he sang. I think he sang son, the song. He sang it. Yeah, Ice Cube's son said, "Don't ever sing about my mama again." Or something. <laughs> I guess that's what she was. <laughs> Button told Logic it's time for him to retire. Button said Logic is, is terrible. He's a terrible artist. He said, come sit next to me on the couch in retirement. But you know what? I want more covers in rap. I want more covers. More covers? Just not like that, though. Yeah, I think he, he, had, the, uh, he had the idea... He probably just had the wrong song, but I think we should do more covers in hip hop. Like remember Alien Ant Farm redid uh um Michael Jackson's uh Alien Ant Farm? Who the hell is Alien yeah. Ant Farm? I don't know. They just did redid one of Michael Jackson's songs. It was fire. Weird Al Yankovic? No, man. Oh. They did uh I don't know who this is. This must be I some think they did Smooth Criminal, right? Chat, was it Smooth Criminal? It's some X X and PA stuff. KY, no covers and rap. You know we need covers and rap. This is how you bring back see, this is why they they keep Negroes down, man. There's a whole see you do start doing covers and rap, then you start you then the people who originally did the song can get paid. The new artists can get paid. That's the only <laughs> bonus from that. 
That's the huh? only bone. That's the only bonus is is reviving careers of the uh, career deceased. Yeah, they did. Re Alien Ant Farm did Smooth Criminal. I don't even know who that is. A matter of fact, there was a um, there was this Kanye song that a whole bunch of people redid as covers. I can't remember the name. Um, it was off of uh, 808s, I thought. What was that 808s song? 808s and Heartbreak? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of covers. There's a bunch of, a bunch of white folks were doing covers of that. Mm. I like covers, to be honest. Um, I, I'm I'm with the uh, band covers. Band covers. I don't want no covers in, in hip-hop. Oh, my gosh. Flashing lights? Was it Jabari? Big pun. Yeah, you got to put pun in there. He was a rapidy rap. The fish says rap's been stealing beats forever. Rap has been rap has took so much from all other genres of music. Yeah, trying to give back. Just saying. Good take by the fish. It was heartless. I think uh, they're saying heartless. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah if uh, you want, yeah, if you want covers, listen to R and B. Right. Go do a rock. Go do a rock cover or something. I want to hear some Bon Jovi. That's what I want. You want to do a cover? Do some Bon Jovi. Some classic 80s Bon Jovi. Come on. Imagine a new group of kids doing no. a, a 100 miles of running cover. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to hear it. Fucking niggas with attitudes. Fuck the police. No. Nobody wants to hear that. Jay-Z. Oh, come on. As much as you niggas repeat Jay-Z lines, I know y'all want to hear some Jay-Z. Jay we cover. definitely don't want to hear a Jay-Z. No. No, no. We, no. we want Jay to do Jay. We don't need nobody else trying to do Jay. Leave it alone. Somebody else do Jay. Can't nobody Especially, else do Jay. Uh, uh, what's the... It's got to be... It's got to be somebody dope. Like, if Jada Kiss do the cover of Jay, okay. If Hove do a Biggie cover, I'm with that. But it's got to be great over great. I don't want no new up-and-comers trying to do this stuff. No, I don't want to hear it. Make me a new song. No, I don't want rappers to do it. I want, like, on, uh, different genres to do it. Hmm. I'd have to hear a couple of samples before I'm so like, excited. I want to hear an R and B person do. I cannot live. That's what I want. Yeah, I'm telling you. How does that go? How does that verse go? I forget how that verse. I ain't listening. I might have to listen to some hove tomorrow. That's his best song he ever did. What? Can I live? Yeah. You think so? He yeah. got a lot of. He never topped that. And then let's get back to it. While I'm watching every nigga watching me closely, <laughs> my shit is butter for the bread. They want to toast me. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this was tough. I forgot about this. This first. Yeah. I keep my head. Both of them where they supposed to be. Hoes to get you sidetracked and clap from and clap from close feet. I don't sleep. I'm tired. I feel wired like codeine. Yeah, this. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go play that. I, that if that's one. Of the, if I'm listening to a whole song, I go to that. That's one of those songs I go to. Yeah. 
Chad, 21, 20 unk savage self snitch. <laughs> Jason Rose, the same shirt and chain in both videos. Rock <laughs> Oh, man. I, I missed that detail. Same shirt and chain. Steph Colonel, unk, enjoy your side quest upstate. <laughs> Cash, I'll put some money on your books, unk. Go get some soaps. Soups. Jonah Ryan, Nick flew dude from Australia for a date, didn't he? What? I don't know. Paul had some fucking deep dive on Nick and some dude that did cam shows or some shit like that. I don't know. I had stopped reading this shit because it got too weird, but it, it's suspect. Uh, culture. Christi Christina Buttons leaving the Daily Wire. Who's Christina Buttons? Yeah, so this young lady decided to leave your um, Daily Wire. I guess she was a journalist over there. They wanted her to cover the tea people or or something to that effect. I read her Substack. I responded. Um, it's a precarious situation. Um, and I and I and I understand both sides. Like I understand Daily Wire side, Matt Walsh's side, and I understand her side. And I think it it should be an amicable breakup. But basically, what she's saying is they brought her on to do uh, what she thought was fair analysis of the T people and the T people culture. He's a lefty. But, you know, she was willing to work with the uh, conservative outlet. And she said, after seeing, you know, Matt Walsh and maybe others um, attacking the T people and their culture, she said, no, nah, this is not what I signed up for. What she signed up for was the T people, including kids in their culture. She was like, now that I'm against. But I, you know, she affirms the lives and the uh, lifestyle of the T people, the drag queens, et cetera, et cetera. And I get that. Like, I don't want to kill T people. Like, why would I want to do that? I'm not want to kill you. I love every, I love everyone. I love all people. Um, and if drag queens want to do their thing, like more power to you, like I'm not coming to the show, but if that's what you want to do, like, you know, more power to you. And I do have a problem when they include kids. I think that's a, a big red flag. That's a huge no, no. Um, but Daily Wire, you know, basically saying we're in the middle of a culture war and we, you know, we got to basically activate and roll up our base, our conservative base. And this is what they want. They want us to attack this culture. So that's what we're going to do. And she's like, well, I didn't sign up for that. So, you know, she decided to, um, I guess, uh, resign. Uh, you know. Is that what they want or is that what they're programming programming their base to want? I'm seeing a lot of it. A little too much from my taste. I check my timeline and it's <laughs> niggas in dresses dancing. I'm like, I didn't need to see this. <laughs> Every damn day. Every day. You know, I do find it weird that adults are are taking their kids to see some of this stuff. Um, you, you, I think you lost. You have to watch. You know, television is a, a powerful medium. Um, what's that guy's name? RuPaul. RuPaul. That nigga's been on TV for for how many years? Forever. You know, what do you think these these people are getting there? Like, hey, man. If they watched RuPaul for like 10, I don't know, he's been all over nearly a decade, right? Probably. They've been watching that show. They think it's funny as hell. Yeah. 
all of a sudden, um, there's a drag queen show coming to their to their t- to their town. Yeah. What do you think they're going to connect the dots? They're going to be like, hey, man, I I like watching RuPaul. Let's see it live. You know, let's see something similar live. You know, that's what the type of stuff is going on. You know, um, I don't get it. I don't. You know, I I don't get women that get that that find that stuff entertaining. Um, oh, I know why women find it entertaining. Uh, is it because they they think it's degrading the man or something like that? No, no? um, no. Women love gay men because gay women gay men teach them how to be confident women. Women get to live vicariously through the drag queen, especially white women, right? Because they ain't got no rhythm, they can't dance and shit like that. So you know, they got some black dude you know, dressed up as a woman and they get to live vicariously through them and just, you know, they love the movements and the dance and men naturally have that confidence. It's just a man with a dress on and makeup. But that's why women love gay men so much because, or especially the drags, because they teach women how to be confident. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, the walk and the strut and the, you know, I'm going to do this and nobody can tell me no. It's like empowering or some shit like that. Because they figure if a man can do it, I can do it too. Yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> See how everything comes full circle? <laughs> God damn. Anyway, um, so she's leaving. Uh, Hershey put a uh, a a rainbow woman on a candy bar for Women's History Month. Yeah, they should have picked a candy bar with nuts. I can't do chocolate with nuts, man. Pause. <laughs> like if I want chocolate for it, it's got to be just chocolate, man. Do y'all like eating nuts in your chocolate? <laughs> I sure as hell don't, man. Like all the almonds and shit. Yeah, get that shit the fuck out of here, man. Like, give me just give me the plain chocolate bar. Yeah, I don't do nuts. Pause. <laughs> I, I want to be as far away from nuts as possible. <laughs> um. Now almonds. This one says almonds is good. No man, I, I, I just give me put some give, put some almonds in my hand, man. I don't want you want, you want some nuts in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> don't you say? The only really nuts I eat is pistachio. <laughs> <laughs> I think pistachios are good for your heart. Are they? I think so. I like pistachios. Other than that, like, you know, I put pistachios in my smoothie. I just crush them up. Next topic. Also, Jill Biden presents a Woman of Courage Award to a biological male. Was, his, male. 
Was this the only award she gave out for that day? Or I don't know. What did that person do? What were they getting an award for? You know what they got an award for? Participation. <laughs> it's a participation trophy. Thank you for participating in the agenda. Chat, help us out. Was that only one award she gave out? Please let me know. Let me see here. Jill Biden. Let's see here. Because the internet made it seem like that was it was just that one. But I'm like, you know, were there several? Um. Okay, so Jill Biden hosts International Women of Courage Awards. So let's see. Um, 17th Annual Women of Courage Awards. Okay, so there's different categories. It looks like there's a bunch of different winners here. And she's just one of them. Yeah, there's a number of women in Congress, and yeah, okay. So yeah, you know, obviously, you know, you, you get one for participating. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I just I, I just I just want to know how women's empowerment became male empowerment after they complained that men were invading their spaces. They had to compete with men and they don't have their own spaces, but oh, we'll make an exception as long as you put on a dress. Very weird. It, it makes absolutely no sense. And the, 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 I saw Sav, uh, you know, Savannah, the journalist, um, you know, she, uh, interviewed a bunch of people, you know, they all got different color hair. They got the, the septum, you know, the bull nose ring. And they all like, yeah, you know, women, you know, T people should be allowed in the women's bathroom, you know, because they feel like women. And I'm just like, I ain't applying no logic. Y'all just programmed. It makes absolutely no sense. I try not to make sense out of it because you can't make sense out of something that doesn't make sense. Um. IQ scores in the U.S. have dropped for the first time in nearly 100 years. A study suggests why. We just told you why. Why? What would what, what you just tell us? Because this is what the country is doing. What? The social sciences have taken the back seat to the hard sciences. I wrote an article uh, um, on com. It'll be out tomorrow morning. Intro. Oh, the hard sciences take a, a back seat to the social sciences. Right, right. My bad. Yes. Okay. Um, it'll be on menavoida.com, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Intro to homeschooling your son. Um, so you make sure y'all check that out. But this is what I said in the article. I'm like, yo, social sciences take precedent over the hard sciences. You know, we care more about how you feel than what you think. And the rest of the world is kicking our ass. You know, Uganda just put out a bill. They said they about to ban all the, all the rainbow people. You ain't about to pull that shit in Uganda. Um, Africa's coming up with, you know, coming up big right now in the crypto world. Africa's big in the crypto. Um, China's, uh, always been a STEM country, India, all those Asian countries are big STEM countries. Meanwhile, we're over here worried about what bathroom can you use? You know, we're not teaching our kids STEM. We over here talking about, you know, you got to pick your pronouns first. They can't add and subtract, but they got to pick their pronouns. So you're confusing the kids before you even teach the kids anything concrete. 
then you wonder why the IQ story. I mean, you got to be dumb to participate in the left shit. The left is actively uh, on the mission to dumb down the public. That's what they actively do. So when you look at the IQ scores, it's going to follow the mission to dumb down the people. Yeah, I remember somebody, some right wing guy was talking about, you know, white people going to Stanford is dropped or some shit like that. And they were just blaming, you know, <clears throat> affirmative action and from and Negroes getting in and shit like that. That's not the only reason. You know, the only reason like is like you said, this, we getting dumber. These like this the only smart people coming into me is the immigrants children. First or second generation. Yep. They still got the got the they they thinking caps on. Other than that, the people that's been here a while that one by one they start falling to fall, they keep falling for the agenda. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You gotta be strong to fight that agenda, man. Uh-huh. Big facts. I tell you, you've been here for a while. I tell you what, if I have a doctor, that motherfucker better be either from Israel or Africa. Give me a Jewish or African doctor. I ain't trust nobody else. These are smart, these are the smartest people on the planet. I want the smartest people on the planet working on my body. I remember we took my son to the hospital. An African girl came around. I said, whew. I took him to see the knee doctor. and His last name ended with Berg. I said, whew, we in good hands. <laughs> I don't want none of these other American coaches touching me or my family. Because the motherfuckers is dumb. <laughs> what? It's the truth. I don't know. Hmm? <laughs> the knee doctor that worked on my son, he worked on the NBA knee players. The NBA players' knees. Give me him. Give me him. Don't give me the white man to be my doctor. White man can't be my doctor. Mm-mm. I haven't to be to be fair. I haven't seen a white man doctor man like you know. Unless you go to a hospital, I haven't seen one. That's what I'm saying. If a white man come around and be your doctor, you better run. Stop it, man! Come on, man. What? They ain't all dumbed down like that. Let's, let's stop being. Let's stop being ridiculous now. Listen, white people are good at two things: gambling and shooting. You ain't beating no white man with no gun. They to prove that through history. But I don't want to see no white doctor. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Give me an African or a Jewish person, man. I ain't fucking with y'all. My life is on the line. I, most of them I see are like Indian. Pakistani. I, see a lot of Indian doctors. I haven't, like, my mom had sent me over to a doctor. It was, uh, I think she was, she was FBA. Black girl, mm-hmm. she was okay. Uh, then I switched over, and he's from the. Uh, there's another doctor. I gave, gave me. She passed me off to this black male doctor, but he wasn't. He wasn't from America. He's uh, I don't know where he fuck. He's an island nigga somewhere. Oh, <laughs> then you safe. See you safe. <laughs> in between, I had uh Indian female doctor. She was okay, uh, but other than that, I haven't seen. I mean, I don't know. I did. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Listen. Let me um 
Listen, let me tell you something, man. Good. Let me tell you something, man. When we look at the culture of the United States of America, everybody's worrying about everything except what matters. That's true. Everything, everybody's, go look at the numbers on my YouTube. My best content has the lowest views. And my worst content has the highest views. The shit that doesn't matter. Scott Adams, love him to death. What he said does not fucking matter. 200,000 views on my channel. Blows my mind. I'm like, y'all really care with this old white man thing? Y'all care that I spoke to this man? Now, I get it because, you know, the country's in the middle of, you know, race, war, or whatever the fuck they trying to act like. So I get the cultural significance of our conversation. But in lieu of the other information available on the internet, like some of my, like, this is one lecture. It's a college lecture that I listen to all the time. It's got 2,000 views on it. Golden information. 2,000 views on it. Golden. I think it's like, uh, it's on communism and I forget the name of the video. I got it saved in my West name. Duke is a great lecture. Great information. Well, look at them Indian households. They either going to be doctors or engineers. I was joking with the kids the other day. The kids, you know, I coach the kids soccer team, so we do meetings and whatnot. So, you know, I just ask some things like, hey, you know, what are you going to be when you grow up? You know, how are you doing getting to your goals? So I asked the one Indian kid, I said, um, what are you going to be, a doctor? He goes, no, I'm Indian. I'm going to be an engineer. And they start laughing. All the Indian kids start laughing. Like, coach, you know we Indian. We're going to be engineers, right? I'm like, <laughs> this is what they say about themselves. So they know they're in engineering. What is right. What are we sending our kids to school for? To learn about pronouns? Race. Race? CRT. <laughs> Go to school to be an expert on how the white man bust your ancestors' ass? <laughs> Where we at? Nigga can't read or write, but he could tell you how many times a white man could count how many times white man whooped your ass. Yeah. What are we doing? Get a doctorate in that shit. Get a doctorate in that shit. <laughs> PhD. A PhD in no niggaology. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Ain't that some shit though? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> The best, I've said this before, the best black minds we have in America have been wasted on the race conversation. Absolutely yeah. wasted. I see so brilliant, true. brilliant, brilliant black women working at all these different places, just angry at the world. And I'm like, Yo, you're an intelligent individual. Like, go build something. And it's just another woman's group or a rainbow group or something else that's Marxist. And I'm like, you're smart. Then you go look at the GDP of the black community. It's like, oh, we don't produce nothing. No, we produce tears. This is what we we producing tears out here. What are we producing? And then you wonder why the IQ is so low. Because the yeah. motherfucker's still trying to figure out what gender they is. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, y'all. All right, 462 in the room, 221 likes. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. Let's get it over 500. HotepCon this year, this summer, 
be there, be square, tickets on scale on sale. Yeah. You still doing a giveaway? Uh yeah, I'm giving away two bottles of uh Master Focus right now. Yeah. Oh um, my go check two my, bottles um, of Master Focus up up in the air. I might go give away more. I might give away more actually. I'm looking at some of the responses and some of the people in the responses. I'm like, yeah, you need this shit. I'm gonna just send it to you. <laughs> I feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen one dude in there. He's you know he had a really well thought out response of uh, like one dude. He has some things he's working on in college, and another dude he's working on a startup. And I'm like, I just kind of want to just send it to him just cause. So get in there if you got a really good cause. I might just send you a free bottle just cause. Check my Twitter page for that. Um, back to super chats. Uh, Jason Ruse, huge three HBTY clips dropped in the past six forty eight hours. J6 extended clip, tonight's interview on the bug, Unks warning on Lloyd Austin. Subscribe to BTY clips. Yeah, somebody Put asked me today, the like, yeah, hey, you guys need to get some Hotep's been told you clips up. And I'm like, man, we got the channel up. Shout out to Jason Rose. Hotep, yeah, go subscribe to the HBTY clips channel ASAP, man. Uh, Dark Gem, never forget that Nick took creep shots of Jaden while he was sleeping like 50 times and posted them online to own Jaden. He's a creepy guy, though, through and through. Nick is also a big fan of Euphoria on HBO, which is a. Uh, is who is Jaden? I don't know who Jaden is. I don't know. But uh, Joe Ryan, how do how now do the Irish Bloody Sunday? Yo, when you type in Bloody Sunday, the Irish one come up first. I think that's nineteen seventy two. That's wild. That was an Ireland. Ireland, I think this was is here. Um, yeah, double. No, no, London. This is uh, yeah. This is yeah. This is Ireland. Yeah. British paratroopers open fire, killing thirteen, injuring fourteen others. Goodness gracious! Yeah. Potato niggas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Stop. They was um, going through it. They was going through it. Shout out to my Irish brothers out there, man. I feel your pain, man. Discord just updated terms. Not good. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, they said uh Discord can is gonna record every chat or whatever. Like uh, any voice voice uh, voice stuff they were recorded. Really? Yeah. They trying to monitor to make sure ain't no I mean, it's two ways to look at it. You could look at it as surveillance. You could look at it as, you know, they trying to cover their ass. Because if you got some terrorist group using their app, they could potentially be liable. You know, when we look at um, Ross Albright, you know, he created Silk Road and he's still in jail. All he did was create a platform for people to exchange goods. You know, this is over but Bitcoin. And they threw him in jail just for building the app. You know, he wasn't the one moving the goddamn drugs and all that shit on the, on the app. But he was held responsible for it. So you could look at it that way too. Um, Rudy the Vet Russo. That was the first civil rights march old Joe Biden had ever attended fifty eight years later. Hill Hillway, thank you for your donation. Angry Black Bill Beta, thank you for your first donation. Unk look like he'll siphon your gas, then sell it back to you. <laughs> Facts. Facts. This is the man who makes good money and still goes to the food bank for dinner. 
Jabari, Immortal Technique would destroy Eminem. Immortal Technique really had, I'm not going to lie, Revolutionary Volume 2 is one of my favorite albums of all time, mm. Immortal Technique. He was on one. He was on one with that one. I ain't going to hold you. That was that was top tier hip hop, that one. Mm. Um, yeah, shout out to Immortal Technique, man. Jonah, another among other uh, emails, Hunter wrote a letter of recommendation for Buckley Carlson to attend Jesuit Georgetown at the request of Susie Carlson. Yo, Jonah know everything. He's the white Jabari. <laughs> Suspect. Anyway, uh-huh. let's get to sports. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Irvin's $100 million lawsuit against the Arizona Marietta Hotel over allegation that got him sent home for the Super Bowl. He won $100 mil. He deserved every last penny. Yeah, they did him dirty, man. They deserve every last penny. You can't play with a man's life like that. False allegations and all of that. It's a dirty way to go about things. Why'd they do it, man? Like, were they Eagles fans? I mean... <laughs> Eagles fans hate Cowboys, man. To the you know, I, I, yo, my, my buddy, my two buddies, they went to the. Remember, Irvin broke his neck. He he did that against the Eagles. My buddy and they was my buddy, my two buddies, Mike and Jay. They Cowboy fans. They went to they went to the vet and saw it. Right. Mm-hmm. They bust. Irvin broke his goddamn neck. Eagles fans cheered. <laughs> Philly, that's Philly for you, man. Them your peoples. Nah, man. No, 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 no. That's your neck of the woods. No, there's a difference. See, you see, you never want to claim Philly niggas won't claim the rest of Pennsylvania. They think Philadelphia is its own state by itself or some shit like that. What? There's a big difference. Now the culture comes down from from Philadelphia. Like the lyric, like the vocab and the accent and everything else, but as far as you know, you know, blacks outside the city and blacks inside the city, it's night and day difference, man. Unless you do dick, it's a lot of motherfuckers be dick eating, though. You know what I mean? You have that a lot, but you nah, know, man. I'm a country nigga through and through. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Um. So hopefully Michael Irvin gets his hundred million. Mm-hmm. You know, I I actually did a stream on this. Charles Barkley slams Kendrick Person Perkins for saying race influence NBA MVP voting. Kendrick Perkins is saying that these white voters are voting for Nikola Vucic, Nikolai Nikola Vucic, because he's white. And Charles is slamming him for it. Who's the who's the who's the voters? Like anybody could vote. This is you know, Perkins said eighty percent of the voters is white. ESPN the next day, we want to do a retraction that Kendrick Perkins said. And he said eighty percent of the voters are, are are white. That's incorrect. Now they didn't say what was the correct number, <laughs> and people underneath it said, "Oh, it's only sixty eight percent." Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was 12% off. So he's mostly right. Yeah. You know? Um, now, are some voters going to vote for Jokic because he's white? I'm sure there are. But let's not act like he that's not going to happen. Uh, I'm just like saying he shouldn't have, he should not, he's not a three time MVP. Like when you go back in the history of the league, he's not three times MVP dominant. Really? I don't think so. Who, who, who is? Who you got over him? This year? I got Giannis in, uh, in Embiid over him right now. You know, um, they're having a good year. Yeah. Denver Nuggets. Um, like I it's the thing is messed up is like like I would say they should have gave Embiid the trophy last year and then man Embiid and Jokic might win it this year because he's averaging a triple double. Denver Nuggets is doing all right, but he's not the best player in basketball. I take Giannis or, or Embiid over him. Why don't they just take like the top names and then run their stats through the computer? They do, man. But white man fix the stats. <laughs> Yo, they, a few years ago they came up with analytics in basketball. Yeah. All this other fucking QBRs and shit. Nah, it's crazy now. Yeah. yeah. If they go through run the stats, it's gonna be Jokic. Hmm. White man slick, man. The white man think ten steps ahead, man. <laughs> you know that, man. You talking about running the stats. Uh, who fixed the stats? <laughs> who came up with the formula? <laughs> See, we need to get Uncle Hotel versus Nick Fuentes on No Jumper. <laughs> That's the face off we need. Oh, man. Listen. Chad, who who, who y'all got? Who? Uh, Chad, I want, I want to know who the chat got. Because I don't watch, you know, I don't watch football. Um, Who y'all got, Chad? Tell me in the chat who you think deserves it. If it's, if it's Jokic, what's his name? Jokovic? Jokic? Jokic. Jokic. What country he from? That sounds Eastern European. Uh, Poland or some shit? Ukrainian? Um, Tell me in the chat. Let's see what the chat say. I want to see what the chat say. Where is he from? He is European. Um, I thought he was from... Serbian. Serbian. Okay. okay. I don't know. Black Twitter say he could ball. He can ball. But if he wins this year, this will be three years in a row. Oh, this is this will be third time. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm taking offense to. Shaq only won once. Kobe only won once. Kobe, Kobe only won Bryant. once. Yes. What? See, that's what, I mean. It's all politics and agenda. You know what I'm saying? What? That's, that's what a more is like. Uh, Rose, I'm not being a homer for the Sixers, man. Embiid is the second scorer in the league. A center. Shooting threes. Who? Embiid? Yeah. He won the scoring title last year. I don't know everybody saying Jokic is supposed to win it. Maybe that made a point. Maybe I would give it to him this year, but I like these the white votes last year, but he shouldn't. This this will be three years in a row from Jokic, and that's a joke. 
So these these the white voters that uh Kendra Perkin was talking about. They ain't not check. <laughs> oh man. Um Colin X is back in the news. Yeah. He calls his white adopted parents racist because they told him as a teen that cornrows look unprofessional. That's how you know he ain't black. Because a black person would have told it, told you that shit too. Correct. Some black parents would have said, "Man, get that get that shit out your hair." Like this is where, like, come on, man. My dad like, told me that. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I was banned from growing my hair out as a kid. Yeah, like this is way. Try, try hards, man. He, he, the Griff has dried up so bad that he's got to throw his parents under the bus after they took your ass in gave you a home brought you up fed you good got you the right training got you to the league and now you mad because they wouldn't let you braid your hair so you could look black griff must be drying up it's dirty out here see this is where like nobody's there to challenge these guys on that because like any other like, if you have another black book, like you just said, like somebody like you, like, yo, man, my dad told me not the same shit. You know, they're not, she's not wrong. You know what I mean? That's not racist to say that. No. It's just being real. Right. She's trying to look out for your, your future uh, professionalism and all that, whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's not racist or say it looked unprofessional. Who was the, how was you getting to do your braids anyway? Where did where the fuck did he grow up? Wasn't it some fucking crazy far off town? Yeah. Shit. There was no niggas out there or right. some shit. I don't fucking know, but what what know. what happened when niggas got to go in front of that judge? There won't be no braids in their head, do it. You better cut that shit off. You better cut that shit off before you go in front of that judge. I remember one of my homies had a couple of cases. They had was down their neck. As soon as that judge came around, all of a sudden they had clean crew cuts. Looked like nice clean boys. Yeah. Everybody know that you're not allowed to wear no braids. Now we can talk about, you know, the structure of systemic racism and the perception of black hair and all of that shit. Maybe there's a conversation there, but you know, to say it's racist, I don't know. Um, uh, I think that um, I think it's Negro's fault. It's Negro's fault that black hair is perceived the way it is. Why? Because we're not rocking it in everyday life. Right? First, if you go to the, the era of wop, babaloo, bop, wop, bamboo, niggas was burning the shit out they scalp to get that white man's hair. Niggas got some pride about themselves in the 70s. They went and got some afros. That's what I'm like. What happened? Niggas was rocking afros for a minute. Yeah. Like, nobody was saying that it's unprofessional. Motherfuckers hair out the fucking ear. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody was, you wasn't not getting a job because you're afro, you know, because the white man said that's the niggas hair. Right. Cause that's the only the only people's hair can go like that is niggas. Mm-hmm. It was it was the W E redacted too, but you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the W E B Du Bois of the world that was all about like 
you know, trying to clean up our culture and make us look proper so the white man can look at us like equals. It was all that. Don't you embarrass me in front of whitey talk. Niggas did that. Black liberals did that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Niggas was mad I put W.E. Du Bois at last. What? Indeed. Because they, 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 was, they allowed the white liberal to ed educate them. But you know what? I looked at all the profiles that people were mad about that. And it was all BLM. It was all pronoun to her. All pronoun to them. Yep. Yep. Swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Marxist. That whole Marxist side of the black community needs to be cut <laughs> off and pushed out into the ocean. Come on, man. Stop. <laughs> Make it a new island. You want to do all that weird shit? Go out there and do that shit. Leave the rest of us real niggas alone. Walking around yeah, with they God was they was upset. Now I'm more first upset. The boy, why is he so loud? I'm like, I ain't gonna blow enough. You know how I'm gonna fuck it? Word. I should have made F. This nigga F. Word. I am. You better switch him and Booker T. I was like, oh, I heard it all now. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me now. Whoa. Way says switch him and Booker. Yeah, I swear to this God. This is what happens when you white, let the white liberal educate your kids him over Booker, and I'm not even a Booker fan. He was one of them Puritan Negroes too, but he wasn't as bad as goddamn Dubois. I think Booker was just honest, man. I think he was honest. He was. I mean, he, he was dealing with a different, we was dealing with a different, uh, you know, you got up from slavery. We get, it's just fresh out of being slaves. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Not, yeah. He just can't even read. You know, he had to be honest about everybody. You know what I mean? That's true. That was the conversation I think he needed to have. But Dubois okay. over Booker? No, damn, no way. Um, Texas Tech suspends head coach Mark Adams after he recites Bob versus the motivate players. That's a damn shit. How do you get suspended for saying a prayer? I want to <laughs> know what the prayer was. Who snitched? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want to know who snitched on him. The motherfucker went to the fucking athletic director and like, hey man, this guy's saying prayers. So he brought the Bible up in there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, rat ass. <laughs> Matter of fact, he stepped down. <laughs> he stepped down? Wait. Yeah. It says here, Adams was suspended. Let me put this on the screen so people can see. Wait, wait, wait. Was it a prayer? Now I'm saying he said an inappropriate, unacceptable racial insensitive comment to a player. Yeah, that's why I said, like, I always want to look these up because, you know, people like to spin the headlines. Um, What was the comment? Let's see here. Adams was suspended for using what the school called inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment toward a student athlete. Um, he was attempting to encourage a student athlete. Reference Bible oh, reverses yeah. about workers, teachers, parents, yeah. and slaves serving their masters. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> See? That's why I want to know what Bible verse it was. I know exactly what he's talking about, too. The coach explained the stadium on Sunday he was quoting a verse in the Bible and told one of the players, there is always a master and a servant. 
He added that he was just quoting scripture when talking about a player being coachable. I said Uh-oh. that in the Bible that Jesus talks about how we all have bosses and we are all servants. What do you think about that? That's a non-starter, man. What you mean? A non-starter? What does that even I'm mean? Not, I'm not suspending him for that, no. Oh. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I might suspend him. Depends on how my money looking. If he costing me money, I got to suspend him. I mean, niggas that don't stop going to fucking playing ball because of that? No, but the donations might stop coming in. Yeah, maybe. Right? Like, I'm checking the money. I'm like, look, did the donors move? All right, let that nigga rock. <laughs> you know what I'm if the donors start moving money, like, hey, yo, you, you got to sit down for a little bit. You fucking my money up. You know what I'm saying? It, but, you know, I, I, I don't, again, I had a situation where I was working with this white girl feminist and I was explaining to her, you know, we were just talking in the, in the office about how I like playing chess. And, you know, I said, you know, I'd love to be a national master one day. She's like, don't you find it offensive that they call them national masters? Doesn't that remind you of slavery? And I was like, no, like <laughs> that never came to mind. I worked on computers my whole life. And when you had a, a primary hard drive and a secondary hard drive, you had a master and you had a slave. I never once looked at that as being on the plantation. I just thought this was the master drive and this was a slave drive. This one follows the other one. So I don't look at everything through that lens. But I can understand a coach being in a room full of black boys or black young men and not reading the room, like you kind of got to know better, especially in 2003, like, ah, let me just stop the quote right here. You know what I mean? Let me not go that far. But do I think there's a possibility he didn't mean it like that? There's a possibility he didn't mean it like that, you know, because not everybody thinks like that. Not everybody thinks about slavery when they, you know, specifically black people. And this is my biggest problem with black people. We try to act like we own the institution of slavery. Like nobody on this planet was ever slaves. Like white people wasn't slaves. Like Africans wasn't slaves. Like Irish wasn't slaves. Everybody's been a slave on this goddamn planet at some point. That was the culture of the planet. I don't understand why we have to bear the burden of slavery. Then you got people running around talking about the word slave come from Slav and white folks was the first slave. So why can't white folks be offended by the word slavery? Let them be offended. I don't want to be offended by this shit. If white folks were slaves first, let them be offended. Why the fuck should I be? I'm not offended by the slavery shit. I didn't come from slavery. Unless there's a reparations check coming. And in that case, we'll have to check my lineage. <laughs> if you don't stop with that fucking reparations shit. <laughs> niggas is got getting no fucking checks, man. Forget it. Cali getting some millions. Yeah, right. move your black ass out there, then. <laughs> you you get a millions, you you can't even buy a house with that shit. <laughs> you damn sure can't buy a house. <laughs> like, what fucking good is it? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be broke the next year again. <laughs> <laughs> They get three point five million, be broke the next year. Um, Gonna have a, shit. <laughs> a one bedroom apartment with a closet full of Gucci. 
Oh my gosh. Um, John Morantz got caught out there. We talked about it on, on the uh, Patreon show. If you're not a member of the Patreon, get some of our takes early. Every Monday we have a second HBTY, Best of the Internet. We talked about John Morant at length on that one. Um, yeah. It's a shine, man. I, you know, I listen to Carlson White, man. He said, uh, the nigga just want to be a gangster, man. You know, he, he grew up, didn't get the chance to ride with them niggas. Now you want to do it? Charleston White had to crack it in the fuck up. <laughs> I missed the Charleston. I meant to watch the Charleston White video. I forgot to go back and watch it because he's hilarious. Nigga want to go to jail. <laughs> I've seen that though, man. That's not that's not a surprise, man. He be so he's so deep in the game. He rappers and shit. Because that's who was cool. Nigga, yeah. you're a ball player. Like, you're the top of the food chain, not them niggas. Who the pogs chase the most? They gonna chase the ball. Facts. Nigga put it, they can put that rock in that hoop. <laughs> Play the white man's best spookball. <laughs> God, God bless the redacted for making that game. <laughs> Used to throw that ball in the peach baskets. <laughs> you gotta be joking, John. Grow the hell up. But yo, Black Twitter was on his ass all week, man. I was loving this shit, laughing my ass. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Then niggas ag arguing about, well, something South Carolina is hood. Like that don't make, like, what kind of excuses niggas making? It's it's yeah, his actions are inexcusable. Like I don't care where he came from. Yeah. Why are you in a strip club with no shirt on, hugging your bull, and throwing and, and flashing a blicky? Blicky. Uh, for for our Caucasian uh, listeners, Blicky is the firearm. I just want to translate there. It's called the Blicky. This is what the shines call it, Blicky. Why was John Morant in the strip club without a shirt on? That's a good ass question. That's that's a good ass question. He was about to get on the pole, wasn't he? Got to get on the pole. He got to my pole and get on the pole. Pause. <laughs> Double entendre. <laughs> Inexcusable. Inexcusable. Make sure y'all go watch the the Patreon. Um, sidebar: I'm gonna be at the local studio with um, Viva Fry tomorrow, so I'm gonna talk to locals. We're gonna move from Patreon to locals. Okay. Uh, I think because Chad said it's too much work to get the the thing going because he says he got to find the email, then he got to log into Patreon, then he hits the link, then it takes him to YouTube, and I think we could probably just host it right there on Locals, and I think we could live stream straight to Locals too. Okay. Viva said we could live stream straight to Locals, so we could do the Monday night John like live. So it'll be like Hotez been told you like for real 2.0. You know what I mean? With the live chat and all of that. So I'm going to set that page up and then we'll probably do a few more on Patreon. 
and then have everybody move over to to the western name um to the locals and then we'll just you know link the locals over to patreon so everybody moves over and the monday show will be lit Uh, that was John Moran. Anyway, John, he's suspended two games at, at the at the least. He's not going to pre- get press charges. They can't prove anything, Dallas. So hopefully, um, hopefully get his mind right before you get in up uh, hurting somebody or getting hurt or somebody trying him and shit like that. You know, uh, you know, some like I feel like sometimes you know black men gotta grow up. You know what I mean? And even though his father was around and something like that, and I think his father's not is doing him a disservice. You know, I think his father gotta step in and say, Hey man, you got you, you acting wild. You know, it is you're here to play basketball. You but, can dedicate these nine months to the to your craft and then summer go fuck off and do whatever. But like Yeah. yeah. During the season, man, you just got chill out, man. Cause you, 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 you fucking wild ass nigga, and you don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, don't ruin a good opportunity, man. Yeah, go play some video games or some shit. Like, why nigga can't play no video games, man? Like, what's wrong with this nigga? Yeah, go play some. You want to hold guns? Play, play some Call of Duty or something. <laughs> yeah, man. play some COD, nigga. Some Grand Theft Auto or something, man. Hogwarts yeah. Legacy or some shit. Only nigga, only young nigga I know that don't play video games. <laughs> what the fuck? All the other niggas is playing video games, man. Goofy man. Um. Uh, opinion junkie M destroyed MGK, made him go emo. Uh, opinion junkie MGK is pop punk rock genre now. I know. I still got MGK over M in that disc. Jabari Judah, not, you know you can't take Unk's rap take seriously. He had to download Ether by Nas instead of reading on the radio getting the bootleg. You, know? <laughs> you tri-state area niggas walking with this bullshit. We heard it live. We heard it. We heard Ether live. I remember where I was um, at. He's in the car. Angie Martinez played it. Chad, after the show, I'm going to cut a cover of Automobile. What's that? What the fuck Chad talking about? Some Louisiana shit, man. <laughs> Dave, number one, uh, number two, Tupac, three, yay, four, Biggie, five, Method Man. Ready? Fight. I'm not even going to argue over that one. I like having Method Man in the top five. Death Colonel RuPaul's. <laughs> uh, Thundersound, I noticed a lot of gay stereotypes are actually black woman mannerisms. I've heard that take on Black Twitter a lot. They're saying that uh, that well, see, you know who's saying that? A lot of times, um, I've seen it go both ways. I've seen pause. I've seen the the rainbow saying that Black women are taking their dialect, and then I see Black women saying, you know, the rainbows are taking their dialect. Like T saying T, there's I think the rainbows claim that they made up the term T. Like what's the T? They saying rainbows said it. Them gossiping ass niggas. 
I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just let them fight over it. Yeah. All right, January sixth, Capitol Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick walking healthily through the Capitol after Democrats claimed he had already been killed. What's going on, man? Read the next headline, because I don't know what's going on with that one. Then Tucker shows a picture of Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law with QAnon Shannon. Is this Chama- is this true? That's why. That's why it's hurt. Nancy Pelosi son. Let's see if we can get a picture here. Newsweek did a fact check. Um, okay, so here we go. I'm gonna put this on the screen for y'all. We're gonna do a live fact check here. I'm gonna let you know what we think. Um, one tweet, which has been reviewed, reviewing when I add that Nancy Pelosi's son in law. Okay, the facts Nancy Pelosi has long been a target of criticism. It's true. Okay, it is true that Michael, or whatever his name is, who was married to Nancy Pelosi's daughter, was at the Capitol Jan 6. Um, the Associated Press reported in 2021 that Voss was photographed with Chansley uh, as he covered the riots. The photo was said to have been used during the broadcast on Dutch television. Um, there is no evidence beyond this photo that suggests there was any involvement by the Pelosi family to help orchestrate the events of Jan 6, as some of the posts on social media suggest. Um, so fact check true. He was Nancy Pelosi's son did have a picture with the uh QAnon shaman. Oh wow. So it is it is real. Ain't that something? But the 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 damning footage is the QAnon shaman getting escorted around um the Capitol. Where's that footage? Let's put that on the screen. There you go. The police officers just ushering him around. Like, oh, right this way, sir. Let's see here. Review of the right here. That's internal surveillance video. Here he is walking. Police officers right behind him. Didn't they hit him with the book? He got to do five years or something like that, right? Yeah, I think you got nicked. Look, the, the police officer in front of him. He's got a police escort. He opened the door, seeing if it's locked. Uh-huh, hold on, let me give you a good tour. This one's locked. Let's see if we can get you inside somebody else's office. Look at him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's like 11, maybe 12, 13 police officers right there in that shot. And he's got a police escort. And I think this is probably one of the hearing rooms that they let him into. I don't, I don't see anybody doing any damage here. Nobody looks violent. I don't know. I don't know. But that damn sure looks like a, a police escort. Doesn't look violent. But he got to do five years for that? Or however much time they hit him with? Oh. 
That's wild. That is absolutely wild. 41 months. 41 months they hit him with? Yeah. So, so below, just short below, of five. Huh? So just short of five. Yeah. Wow. Just short of five years. For that, could you imagine? Then we had the other footage that dropped a few weeks ago with the black cop. You like, man, they set us up. They set us up. Talking about, you know, you know, I guess whoever his superiors were didn't prepare. Did he get fired or something? Did he? I heard, I heard people say he needs to be reinstated. I'm like, they fired him. <laughs> he knew too much. Got to got to uh tie up the loose ends. I think this is one of the biggest lies ever told is Janteenth. You think so? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, it, it's just not, they're not telling the whole truth. They're not showing the full picture. You know, it's, it, there is Antifa, um, operatives on the ground, um, creating, uh, chaos and violence and vandalism. Then you have footage of Trump uh, supporters uh, trying to take control of the Antifa operatives and pushing them out and telling them cool out, trying to take control of the situation. That's not being told. Uh, and then, you know, if you ask anybody, you saw the Chris Rock special, Chris Rock special, Chris Rock made it seem like all these people was violent and they went down there and they did something bad. Right. This is this is and I can't blame Chris because he's getting you no know, secondhand information. He's not, you know, they they keep, you know, our, our black entertainers in a bubble. Um, But that's the that's that's the perception. That's a perception right now. Like. It was a violent day. I, I, I didn't see that. You know, that, you know, um, there's videos that, you know, Tucker has been showing and stuff like that. And Mitch, like I said earlier, Mitch, like early in the show, Mitch said, you know, this is the fucking, he went and drew back on the conservatives being pro-police. This is what the police chief of the Capitol Police said. And never mind what you see in those videos. Like, like you had no how to so know something was weird going on when these arrived, but they stay in between the velvet ropes and shit like that. <laughs> they all walking in line. Don't be outside the velvet ropes, picking up trash and shit like that. Like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> really? That was the saddest ride in the history of humanity. It was, man. Now, see, this is see, white folks, man. We need some niggas. You needed some niggas in there, man. <laughs> Somebody needed to take a piss on Pelosi's desk or something like that. Like, like, let's be for real, man. That would have been an insurrection. The motherfuckers tear up shit. Like, they was out there. I know somebody did steal her laptop, and I think they got that back or something like that. Kyrie Nan Shaman did walk out with a podium. Yeah, the podium. Come on. Like, this is crazy, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a travesty. You know, like all those years, the FBI, you know, infiltrated black groups and stuff like that and set them up and things of that nature. And now they're just turned their direction to, you know, white folks, setting up white folks, 
you know, like when Scott Adams says, and you know, like, like all these people are doing and shit like that, saying, uh, all oh, these Negroes and shit like that, we gotta get away from them. Like, we, we's a drop in the bucket next to you who's really fucking y'all. You know I mean, yeah, but y'all don't ever, y'all don't want to really look at that. And the grifters y'all getting your information from don't want y'all to look at that either. You know what I mean? They're going full bore on this shit. You know, and it's like this just happened. I mean, whatever. Two years ago, what January six, two, three years ago, whatever. Two. They're giving out time. Forty-one months. Y'all seen it? Forty-one months. But back when niggas are saying, "Hey, man, y'all give me fifty months for fucking three three rocks of crack." Stop complaining, nigga, and do your time. <laughs> Shame in 41 months for getting walked around by escorted by a cop in the Capitol. 41 months. And he got to do that time too. It's come full circle now. Yes, it has. It's come full circle now. And see, this is where y'all following Scott and them. Cause we, we, we're the ones that should be your allies. You should be coming to us and say, hey man, we gotta be allies. But see, y'all listen to Scott now. And this is what the <laughs> this is what the powers that be want y'all to be doing anyway. I'm telling y'all. I already said this, man. It's gonna be white and it's gonna be a barrel, right? Picture America as a barrel. At the bottom of the barrel is gonna be black and white people. Everybody else is going to be up top. <laughs> the Indians, the Latin Americans, the Asians, they're all going to be up top, having a party, good old time. We're going to be in the bottom brow looking at each other like, what the fuck happened? It used to be our America. Oh, talking that old dumb shit. What happened? It used to be our America. You fell for the fucking okie doke. <laughs> we both did, right? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's what's going on, man. This is sickening, man. We're falling for this shit, man. Niggas falling for it. I mean, not everybody. Right. See, some people like, yo, man, come on with this shit, man. But Bryce is Bryce is still up. Man. I don't want to tell you. I'm you know I'm just a black man from Texas, Pennsylvania. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I don't got fucking you know, I well, I do have Air Force background, but I'm just I was just a security <laughs> policeman. You know what I mean? I just hung out at Langley for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> I was just protecting the building. <laughs> I was a regular though. I went to the Air Force because I came from a broken home. Alcoholism and domestic violence the whole time in my life. That's why I went to the Air Force. I ain't going there to be no fucking agent or, or no fucking shit like that. You know, and I'll never fucking uh and it changed my life. I'll never fucking uh I'll never um regret it. Regret it. You know, I mean I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but if you got <laughs> if, they, if that's the option you have, you gotta take. Sometimes you got you got only got one rock, you got one chance. And it changed my life. It gave me the discipline I needed in life. You know, so I'll never regret it, man. You know what I mean? So and I'll never I'll always be thankful. But other than that, man. Y'all listen to the wrong people online. I'm telling you. And I, I know it's hard because there's a lot of people out there 
and you know they're they're pushing that engagement up there and shit like that. But y'all gotta be careful who y'all be retweeting and following and shit like that. I I, I you know I want the influencers to do better, but I know you know the Grifty Awards. You know it's a very coveted award show, and everybody wants to win. So I understand. Um. <laughs> Shout out to the Grifties, Grifties.com. But um, I saw Bryson. Bryson came out there and, you know, he stood against it. I just want people to understand it's a fed up. You know, posting all these videos of black people beating up white people is a fed up. And and, and it, it looks very obvious. You know, we called it as a fed up when they were playing all those videos of, you know, you know black folks, uh, white folks whooping on black folks. We called it a fed up then. And I'm calling it a fed up now. And uh, I just want people to just uh, see that. Uh, but, you know, you can't really rely on the grifters because, like I said, they're trying to win the award. So they're not going to be reliable. Yeah. But just know it's a fed up and there's no epidemic of black people attacking white people. Whoopi Goldberg claims Tucker took a page from Orwell's 1984 and told his viewers to reject the evidence of their eyes and ears. They saw what they saw. What the hell did you see, Whoopi? Shit. She saw that paycheck she was getting. That's what she saw. She saw that memo that landed on her desk and told her get ready to put the spin on. I can't even. I See, this is why I can never do TV. I can't spin that. I'm like... I, I would be like, I don't know what I would say. I'm like, I'd be like, why are they walking the guys around? Why are they walking through the fucking velvet road? Why are they, they like it's a club? They line up like they going to get into the club. <laughs> Ladies free before 10. Yeah, bro, it's none of that shit. Why is this old lady walking around? I don't know. Like I would have, I, like I would have a hard time calling the insurrection. Look, what the fuck? What insurrection? <laughs> Man, you had a low, low level riot. <laughs> that talk about is insurrection. You had a rowdy, you had a rowdy party. Yeah, a little rowdy gathering. It get rougher than that, and and a fucking a rap concert. A rap concert, a rock concert. That Pistons Indiana Pacer game, it was rougher than you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like it was crazy. It get it get more crazy after a soccer game in England. You know that's right. Shit, you, you better know that's right. You better not go to the bar after a goddamn English soccer game. You better stay your ass home. You are gonna end up in a brawl. Yeah. Every Sunday and Saturday. But that they call that insurrection. I mean, let's be honest. Whoopi had a job to do. And I don't even be mad at these people for doing this stuff because the viewers should know better. If you're watching the bullshit, the view, if you're watching that bullshit, you should just know you're watching propaganda. And if you snip there and you're, you're looking at Whoopi to tell you the truth, well, guess what? You, you deserve to be a, the fool. You know, so she getting paid to get up there and um, keep. <laughs> well, yeah, but keep the people's mind in check. 
you know, to 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 uh, put out the dumpster fire that those tapes were so revealing about. You know, because the last thing they want is because look what she said. This is some George Orwell type situation, right? Hiding information, basically saying, don't look into it. Because if you look at the tapes, you might change your mind. She doing a job. Got to keep the people's minds in check, man. Yeah, I mean, the people that think that was insurrection have never read any world history. They're not carrying on world events. Like, if you just look at Central South America, you can see plenty of real fucking insurrections. You know what I mean? That we were, you know what I mean? Yeah, we helped, yeah. And it didn't look nothing like that, what we just seen. No, it was much fiery, much more fiery. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's just like... The BLM summer was more fiery than the insurrection. They burnt down a church. Things they burnt down, but they set the fire in back in the damn church. Yeah, they was getting litty on there, too. On White House property. That was cool. When it was fi- it was a big ass bonfire burning up a whole goddamn block. The reporter came on and said mostly peaceful protesters with the fire burning in the background. Wendy's on fire. Yeah, I'm here where uh, mostly peaceful protesters with the Wendy's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and she got the nerve to call that shit some Orwell stuff. So I'm looking at the 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 Jantine situation like nah, bro, they're not about to pull that wool over my eyes. I got common sense, man. Um, anyway, hopefully, hopefully, we get some hearings and them guys, some of them people can get retried or get their sentences reduct reduct reduced. Remember they gave that white they gave this Negro five years, man. <laughs> He up there hitting the goddamn cop car. They wore his ass out. Oh, anyway. yeah. Um, real quick. Um, Fuego de Basurero over on Rumble. He said, yes, please uh, open shop at Locals. Hoteps and Viva Fry are on a short list of creators that get my cash. Viva has an active community there, as does Malice. All right, yeah, we got to make that move, man. We got to get the, uh, the second show up on Locals, man. Look out for that, y'all. Okay. I'll probably work on that on um, this TV. Uh, I'll probably work on that this weekend. You said I dropped 60 tonight? I'm just trying to tell the truth, man. Um, Jonah Ryan, women who won the award from Argentina, Zelensky? What? Chad, how long until the immigrants get here and turn around? <laughs> um... We got about a decade. They got about 10 years left. Uh, they got, got uh, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, at least 10 years. They got some good eating. America got 10 years left, dog. You think? Yeah. You got 10 years left to get this money. If you if you don't get no money within these next 10 years, you better get you some master focus and start working. Pop them red pills from trymasterfocus.com. Sit your ass down and get to work. It's 10 years left. That's my estimation. 
Um, and that's, so, that's that's the uh, that's the people's estimation too. Actually, they saying twenty thirty, uh, they're gonna have the CBDC ready. So that's seven years technically, six and a half if you want to count this year almost being done. So yeah, I better get on a good foot. What's gonna be the first CBDC scam? What do you mean? Niggas always know how to scam something, man. Oh, oh, That's the niggas. Digital currency? Oh, man. Hmm. How do you gonna scam digital currency? You know, that's, that's a hard question to answer because the CBD itself is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they, they got this shit programmed now where, so it's a new one. I did a video on this today. I mean, this week. Nobody watched it. Um, <laughs> Britcoin. They got a Britcoin coming out. And the Britcoin, okay. they said, yeah, um, in the introductory phase, you won't be allowed to save this. You know, you have a savings account. Oh, no, they'll just say your coins expire, bro. Delete that shit right out your wallet. That's nope, crazy. You, you got to spend this money now. You ain't taking this money with you. Because they said they fear bank runs. They fear people taking the, the, the central bank digital coin and then cashing it out for USD. Or what they're really afraid of is moving it into another cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Syscoin. That's what they're really afraid of. That's sure. what they're really afraid of. Uh, Jonah, your constitution says all enemies foreign and domestic, but there is still a Federal Reserve System. There's still Rockefeller, despite the autobio. Outcast, them shades looking clean, Uncle Hotel. Please to the to the hotels. Happy Men's Day. <laughs> Salute. Oh, why aren't you blowing up the timeline with the Janteenth track this week? Oh, man. My bad. <laughs> Super Callow says CBDC is EBT for everyone. Wait till y'all find out. A lot of people listening to the show right now like, what the hell are you talking about? CBDC? What is this? Yeah, I better look into it. Metaborder.com. We got a bunch of articles up there. Outcast, pause, General Ryan. Uncle 14 year old can't dig out his teacher, but can chop off his. Yeah, you know I mean, they all <laughs> snitches on the prayer. Yeah, you got to know. You got to know Jonah Ryan's backstory before you read his super chat. Can I give you his backstory? Go ahead. He called into my show one day. And he basically told me that when he was a kid, he was part of a white nationalist group. Now, you know, the white nationalists, they, they more, uh, you know, they got all the conspiracies of America and all of that. They radicalizing kids. And he said what happened was uh, the group he was a part of got raided by the feds. And I think this is in Canada this happened. So the group he was a part of got raided by the feds. Then he grew up and he got out of that. So he's not a white nationalist, skinhead, or whatever he was anymore. So that's why he's got all these, like, extreme takes is because this is, this is his background. So you got to be careful when you read his, his super chats because they're going to be a little tinfoily. Okay. Yeah, he deep in the game. <laughs> um, General Ryan's 1619 project ignored that war in 1776. Um, 
Can Hotel HBTY after party live tonight on H- Hotel TV, Can Hotel YouTube channel, and Twitter. You can uh, stream on Twitter now, too. I'm going to try it this Sunday, man. What, stream to Twitter? Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad idea. I ain't going to do it, but it's not a bad idea. I'm getting in early. Elon, when Elon fixes the video for Twitter. Mm-hmm. Think we're going to get paid over there? Out of here, man. Yeah, man. You got to. I mean, he's got to fucking take that, take that money. Got it. That's money. He's leaving money on the board. You know what I mean? Just fucking, that's what tick. This, he got eaten in TikTok and somehow TikTok eating them niggas alive. Um, entertainment, Tyler Perry is reportedly engaged in conversations about Paramount, Stake, and BET, which make him to give him ownership of the brand. Tyler Perry running BET. What says Hotel Jesus? This is tough. This they is already tough. play shit all the time, though. Or they did. Well, yeah. And, 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 you know, right now, BET is a skeleton of itself. It's a shell of itself, you know. Yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy, right? Yeah, right now, it just really relies on um, reruns, right? Just playing movies that they know niggas gonna watch, like Baby Boy. We done seen Baby Boy 850 times on BET. Um, and that's what they kind of rely on with the terrible dub version. Oh, it's so terrible when you have the dub version and they curse. Um, but then it's just like, you, you see Tyler Perry's like, he, sometimes he's going to give you some good content, but the gender going to be sprinkled in some of that content. You know, so it's like you got to take the good and the bad with with Tyler. And, you know, you're going to get the rainbow stuff with Tyler. You're going to be all inclusive. T people going to be there. I ain't watching BET now, so I'm not going to watch it under him. I think it's a net positive for the network, though. The business decision, I think the network is probably going to do a lot better under Tyler Perry. I think he has a better. First of all, BET has got to get their act together. Now, you know, I worked on a show on BET before, right? Very ghetto. Very, very ghetto. Nah, what's the name of it? Come on, man. Nah, let's hear this shit. (laughs) Let's hear this shit. Nah, let's let's hear this shit. Because you had to put your head on trial late. It's late, too? (laughs) What? All right, so check it out. So, you know, I come from marketing. Yeah. Um, One of my homies was connected to a celebrity. I'm under NDA, so I can't say who. Um, but I will tell you the show. It was the, uh, finale of 106 and Park, the last show of 106 and Park that they ever did. They brought everybody. It was a reunion finale or something like that. Okay. So one of the talents on the show, my partner pulled me in on, and, uh, you know, we were handling like social media management, branding, you know, all these things. So, you know, he was more of a manager. He knew I was a marketing mind. So he pulled me in there and we, so, you know, I was there at BT. We were backstage running around. I had an intern there and we were doing, you know, whatever, whatever. And I just thought the places run really ghetto. You know, it just didn't seem very professional at all. Um, you know, not to sound racist, but I think they needed more white people there. Um, <laughs> it, it was just like, it was just like, you know, 
See, white people politics is different from black people's politics. But, you know, you start dealing in like favoritism. And also, I think that. I think the age range skewed younger with that staff I saw there. Everybody seemed to be like 30s, but a lot of 20s, a lot of college kids was there. So it was also like a very immature vibe. Right. You know, but I saw a lot of like just nigga politics, you know, and I just thought, you know, some of the things I saw there, I, I, I thought could use a, a bit of a professional polish. Yeah. Younger black people can be petty. Think that's the word that's I was looking good. for. Pe- there was pettiness. There's a lot of pettiness. I remember I had this, I was in, when I was in Georgia, right? Down stationed down in Warner Robins. And there was a female sergeant. And she was in charge of the guard mount one time. And I don't know what I did to this person. She didn't ever talk to me again. <laughs> I never, I never figured out what I did. She ignored me. And all that. I'm like, I couldn't figure out what the hell I said. I didn't do anything. Motherfuckers get petty. Like in this like early, probably mid thirties. And I, I'm just like, I'm, you be a lost words of what you did. Yeah. Niggas get you can see you wouldn't even see it online. Niggas is petty as hell, man. Like they can't leave shit alone. And even if something affect those you might not like something, they can't leave the shit alone. So they gotta fucking say something about it and shit like that. And then they go they wanna go search a whole background, find your LinkedIn, contact your job, all this shit, because you said something they don't like. Yeah. Instead of them just hit blocking and moving on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is taken personal. You know, the business could be affected by what you wear. (laughs) I don't like that nigga shoes. Fuck him. You know, (laughs) it's like, yo, like, can we just get work done? But again, I think that skews with a younger crowd. Yeah. I think if the BET staff were older, I think it'd be run better, but they just wouldn't. And I think that's the difference. Like, because it was a younger demographic, they're more in touch with the culture. So that's like the give and take. So I think everybody at the C level should have been like 50 plus. And then right. all the workers should have been like, you know, twenties and thirties. Cause you're in touch with the culture, but I think they needed like, it, it just looked like the place didn't have guidance. Right. You know what I mean? Like you need somebody old to be there to be like, Hey, get, get your act together. Cause you know, old niggas could be professional, right? but young, young kids, sometimes you can't just, and then the thing is they're not only young, they have big titles. Yeah. They're directors and they're 25, they're directors and they're 28. So then that shit goes to their head and it's just a, yeah. a very mixy combo. That's when there's a lot of ageism and you know, and you know, even seeing it black Twitter, you know, um, I'll say this, you know, with age comes wisdom, you know what I mean? And experience. And you're going to see a lot more stuff when you get older and stuff like that. And, you know, experience pays out a lot. 
in life. And uh, I think young people don't understand that shit. You know, I, like, I kind of never was like that, though. You know what I mean? When I was always, you know, some of us men, like, you have your old head shit. You know what I mean? I was never like that. But this generation is like, they ain't got no old heads. I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they got no old heads out of the street. You know what I mean, I mean, because the old heads will tell them, get the hell out of these pronouns. Get the hell, you know what I'm saying? So there's this disconnect there and shit like that. So it's, they don't have the guidance like they used to. Right. Yeah, it's not there. Um, Jonah, wait, wait, let me get to finish these. Uh, new show coming to E, having my baby with Nick Cannon. That's real? That's going to be a real thing? Yeah. Uh, hosted by Kevin Hart. And, and when I saw the clip, I... I'll bet this was Kevin Hart's idea. I think Kevin Hart was like, yo, I got an idea for a show, Nick. We're going to find your next baby mama. And that's what the show's about. Like, girls come on the show to have Nick Cannon's baby, and he's got to pick one. I think it's genius. For TV, right? Like, you want to make a good show with TV? Kevin Hart's the host. Nick Cannon, you play off of him going viral because he's got, you know, a tribe of children. I think it's a genius idea. Hey, I don't. It's good TV. I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't watch TV like that. You know, right now I'm watching The Mandalorian. Yeah, I watched. I watched the second episode. Uh, yeah. Today, this morning, something like that. Oh, you watched it today? It came out last night. Yeah, Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah. What you thinking? It was alright. Yeah, it's like it's like an episode kind of left me like, eh, you know. I got, but I, you know, again, it's like in the middle of a story. Sometimes with the Mandalorian episode, you get everything in one episode. Yeah, this wasn't that. <laughs> this is like, all right, we gotta wait till episode three. Um, but I'm watching the old one. Like I went back to episode one, so I've been watching the old ones in between, waiting for the new ones. I like the Mandalorian um, series, though. Super dope. Yeah. Yeah. It's safe. <laughs> Not, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Safe. And I'll be looking, too. Like, I know it's an agenda in this <laughs> motherfucker somewhere. I can't yeah, find yeah, it. I can't pinpoint it. Somewhere, man. It's... Like, can't find it. I haven't seen it yet. Seen them slipping in yet. I'm um, looking, though. I think I think the problem is the show's so good, I forget to look. <laughs> oh. Nah, I mean, I don't think I would have noticed. You would have noticed. Your ears would have came popped up. Right? Yeah. Um, 28 girls taking the hospital for anxiety, fainting after using Ouija board at school in Columbia. Do Hotep's F with the Ouija boards. You, 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 you use Ouija board? You touch that thing? I think I might have did once in Western, down in college or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't going nowhere near that thing. No? Oh, no. No, no. I'm not. No. Mm -mm. I've heard too many bad stories. I heard somebody say one day, um, they said, basically, they said, don't ask the board who it is. And somebody said they did it once. And they said uh, it spelled out the word Satan. And... Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't want the board nowhere near me. Other people said ghosts started visiting them. Bad things started happening. I don't know. I just don't. I don't you know, I don't play around with shit like that. Y'all can keep that goddamn Ouija board right where it is in the store. 
Um, yeah, anxiety. I mean, these kids get anxiety anyway. Like, I don't, <laughs> what do you talk about? They're already on anxiety medication. They got anxiety. They get anxiety over anything. I never seen a generation that can't talk to people. You know, and I know my youngest daughter's young, but she like has this like somebody talks to her. She puts her like she covers her face, like covers her hands, or tries to put her hand over her face. You know what I mean? Like hiding. Intro, was, introvert. Like, yeah, but it seems like once she gets used to the person, then she'll talk your ear off. But mm. it's a stranger. She's like, you know what I mean? And I'm trying to get her over that. You know what I mean? But I, I know her cousins. Like they're like teenagers and stuff like that from her mom's sister's kids. They got, some of them can't talk to nobody. They don't got any friends. They hardly go outside. They don't touch grass. You know what I mean? Like, there's only one of them. There's like, they got like, uh, I don't know, five? Five of them? Like, one of them is like halfway normally socially. But the rest, they can't talk. They don't know how to talk to nobody. They can't talk to nobody. Like, it's just weird as shit to me. Like, I don't know. There's too much internet, too much TV. Not enough not enough t- t- grass touching. Touch grass. You got to touch grass. You know, this summer, I'm I'm switching all thing up with this young John. Young, young, little Griff. I don't see no grass in your, in your pants. <laughs> I don't see no grass stains. Where the grass stains at? Right. Go outside and get you some grass stains before you come back in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Fall down and bleed, goddamn it! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where your Nixon cuts at? Word. I think I was falling out of trees when I was fucking your age, man. <laughs> Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Real adventures. Niggas don't even climb trees no more. <laughs> that was racist. Woods, we climb trees and shit. No fucking. <laughs> I mean, big slope, like trees, like up there. You be up there. Yeah, we used to climb trees. Yeah. Dad, like, get your ass out of there. <laughs> Yo, my, um, the white boy that lived across the street from me, we used to climb trees so much. His dad started building the goddamn tree house. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bootleg one. It was about four or five planks of wood. Yeah. That's about it. You know, like just a floor. Yeah. But yeah, we used to climb trees. You sit up there and you had your little meeting in the trees. Then you, you, you know what I mean? And people would be walking by. You'd make noises, watch them look around and try to figure out who the hell's, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that well, Big Griff climbs trees. I know she'll climb trees. You fucking crazy. You'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Little Griff, she's scared shitless at half time. <laughs> What's wrong with her, man? <laughs> It's just weird, man. Anyway, um, other news, scientists have received, revived a zombie virus that spent 48,000 years frozen in permafrost to better understand the risk it poses for animals and humans. I thought we seen Jurassic Park already. Ain't that shit nuts? Why are they doing this? They want a, a zombie apocalypse. 
Yeah. Is there going to be a zombie apocalypse? We like already, an undead or something like we that? We already live in it. Are we living it now? Yeah, the motherfuckers with blue hair. Them niggas are zombies. They out here devouring each other. They scream like zombies. They're not living. It's ridiculous. He said, Jabari, Unk tweet burglared you before he even read the super chat? Oh, that's greasy. That's greasy. You stole the tweet before you even read it and you didn't even say nothing? <laughs> You stealth grifting now? We caught him. We caught him. Thank you, Jabari. That's greasy. That tweet was fire, man. I had to get it, man. They walk like zombies? They do, man. Let me read these super chats. Um, Jonah, uh, Viva asked him about the strip town strips, the strip about stripping towns like Vera Drill. Uh, the Martian, the world needs an HJ Ankh, Umar, and Tariq debate. Be trying, man. You know why you want to talk to us, man? I tried to, to, um, I'm disappointed in both of them. Cause it's all jokes, but we have love for both of them. Yeah. I want to see both of the brothers succeed. Yeah. You know, uh, I've been, I've supported Umar in in person twice. I've raised money for him. You know what I mean? So it's not like I don't fuck with it. We'll fuck with him. I do. I never try to reach out to him or nothing like that, but um, I don't know. We should have crossed paths somewhere. Somehow. When we're useful to their agenda, we'll 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 be there. Yeah. It's uh, hard. It's hard out here for a grifter. <laughs> I think it's sick, man. Joe Ryan, Brian, sick Nick, waving instructions. IB. Uh, Cannon, I've been telling you, I, I think Pelosi coordinate, help, help coordinate Janteeth. Mm. Mm. Kofi on tight. Jonah, was that Shaman footage for January 5th? <laughs> uh, Martian, if Shannon was black, he'd be released on probation. Come on. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. I don't believe that shit, man. Nah. They locked up. There was gen, there was black folks in January six that they they gave time, serious time. Yeah, knocked them over the head with time. I think they was the first ones to get convicted. Yeah, he was one of the first. He had the longest. He had the longest sentence at one point, but somebody they gave somebody else a longer sentence. That's what it was. Yeah, and I think he had hit an officer upside the head with something. Mm. Uh, Staff Colonel Jessica Janty. <laughs> It's called Pat, Pat Con Clinton and Reno terminated Weaver and Divinians, then sent Tim in, ran out of Elums, Elum City. Yo, Tuesday, I'm I'm going to talk to uh, um, 
hold on, let me get his name right. We're gonna talk about that. Um, oh yeah, I got uh, um, I got Tony X coming on the platform Tuesday. I'm he gonna got, be on. He got some things he want to get off his chest. That's gonna be spicy. I better tune in for that one. Uh, Tower Gang Jose. He's on. Uh, oh okay, that's the uh, Mises people. I guess he was on. Uh, he was on Tim Cast wearing a Yankee. Yeah, uh, Officer Yankee did kill himself. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about that on Tuesday. Let's go. Um. But yeah, um, that's about right, Jonah. From what I what I read, um, that seems about the the likely synopsis. And that's funny how they did that. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm like, like if they can do all that back in the '90s, what do you think they're doing today? Half these people you're talking to is them people, and I'm not bullshitting. You know, I like to say that a lot when fucking people's feds this and that. But in the mortal words of Jay Z, believe half of what you see, even if it's spent by me. Mm. Told you Jay Z's the most quoted. Oh man. <laughs> He's got some shit here or there, you know what I mean? But you're right, he he does drop some gems every once in a while. But see, he's like I took that as like, you know, he's you know it's bullshit. It, even I might say some bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Them people got me saying some crazy shit. Believe half of what you see, even if spat by me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Keep your third eye open. Jay-Z top five. Definitely top five. Um, David Zentari, thank you for the donation. Uh, Chad, this is why I was defending Uncle Hotep Khan when he was getting called names. He sees it the same way I do. This is an all-op to keep us from a collab. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is the tweet I took. Uh, I mean, this is what I took. Nick uh, Jabari, Nick Cannon got that lupus kidney disease. That's why he has so many kids. He's looking for a donor. Koofy on extra tight. Oh, my Lord. Y'all are terrible. <laughs> That makes sense. That's plausible. <laughs> I'm not messing with y'all, yo. Y'all not about to mess up my wild now feature. Look, man, Nick gonna find it. Look at that, find that tweet. Like, damn, they found out. <laughs> Yo, Chad, AI is the new Ouija board. You heard it here first. Chad, I hate that AI. Jonah Ryan, AI is modern Ouija. Bring demons to this plane. Mm. Chad, everybody going AI gain a function like Al Fauci's. AI Fauci? Mm. Yeah. AI Fauci, sorry. Mm. Uh, we got the official after party over there with Cannon. Yeah. Shout out, Ken. Yeah, I got to get some more of this hotel. I'm about to set the redirect up. Wait. Where he at? How are we doing on the uh, uh, Rumble? 
Um, oh, there I go, right there. How we doing on the Rumble? Let's see. You mean as far as what numbers? Oh, let's see here. I think it got, that it got like a thousand followers, right? We got it. Yup, we're at one point two seven k followers on on Rumble. Yeah, we we growing, we growing, we getting there. We getting there. Chad, Nick Cannon put the kid in kidney. <laughs> y'all going to hell. Make sure y'all tune in. Cannon Hotep, YouTube, Rumble, whatever your preferred platform is, tune in. He's coming on right after this. The stream will redirect you. If you don't find it, it'll automatically redirect you there. You can get some more Hotep on through the night. Hotep TV on Rumble. Um, I'm with Viva Fry tomorrow. Um, so I'll be uh, inter uh, being interviewed by him at the local studio in Miami. So I'm going to go see him, chop it up, figure out what we're going to do with locals, try to put the locals deal together. And uh, I got Tony X coming on next Tuesday. Other than that, man, what you got? Sunday, uh, Uncle Hotep Factor? Yeah, something of the little bit factor on Tuesday uh, with Jose, Tower of Jose uh, podcast. All right, what time? Uh, I think nine uh, nine thirty Eastern time. God Tower damn, King Jose. That's the same time as mine. So I gotta try and move my shit around, man. All right, we'll see what's good. I mean, all right, y'all. All right, peace.